0: To episode one hundred and eleven of Crit Apocalypse, we're one hundred and eleven now, aren't we? We made it. One,
1: one, one. It's our one anniversary. I'm trying to get room noise. Trying to get room noise. Yeah, so I can do a proper job silencing the background noise. Oh right, okay. Yeah. So, just so you want some... me to stop talking? Well, in general.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you prefer I was mute?
1: Yeah, I'm just trying to judge it, but whatever. You know, I'll clear. I'll clear it up. I always clean it up.
0: Yeah, you do. You do such a good job. I, I don't know, I don't acknowledge how good a job you do on this podcast.
1: I'm a good editor.
0: You are a good editor. I know all the presets and I just tap them. You're a good editor and an okay co-host and that's all we need. <laughs> what's that? Are <laughs> <Hell, man. laughs> you going on strike now? So I'm busy looking at an SD card. <laughs> You're busy looking at... What's Wait, what's that? that lever do when you pull the lever down? It locks it.
1: Oh, right, so it doesn't erase it. No. Okay, so it's Who okay. Who told to... you it was going to erase it? I don't know. I don't know what it does. It locks it. Oh, it's it. got a little lock.
0: Yeah. So when you put it into the system, it blocks it from writing. Oh.
1: You can only read. What's it taste like?
0: Um, I don't know. Give it a lick. Plastic. Oh
1: yeah, yeah. That's not earwax.
0: All right. So it's episode 111. So we'll go over the news quickly. Do you want to go over the news quickly? Yeah. Peter Mayhew's dead. That was months ago. Yeah. Well, he's still dead. Weeks still ago. news. Uh, there was a Rambo Five trailer. What did did you watch it? Yeah, it looks like Rambo. It does look like Rambo, but it looks like Rambo in Mexico. So it's yeah, Rambo that's where on went holiday. In the end of the last film. No, he went to his ranch, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, which is in New Mexico. Oh, is it? I didn't realize. I which was looks too busy, a lot like Mexico. Too busy looking forward to the uh, the original idea for Rambo, which was Rambo versus a, an alien. It's a cyborg. going to fight a cyborg. Yeah, yeah. yeah. there's alien cyborg, and it's the cartel. So of yeah. course, you know, alien cyborgs, illegal aliens. Mm-hmm. Maybe they've got cybernetic maybe it's just a bunch of Vietnam vets and they're all missing bits. Yeah. And he's just gonna go kick a bunch of Vietnam vets in the face. Yeah, not veterans of the war, just vets just vets, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The just working animals. on animals, yeah. Yeah. It's like I can't I can't save this gopher and there's what's that noise at my door? Oh suddenly Van not Van Dam. <laughs> That'd be amazing.
1: My Rambo was in Viet- I
0: am John Rambo. Rambo was in Vietnam. He's like He's quite old. Uh, yeah. Do you, did you, did you know that they changed the, uh, so the end title of Rambo Free acknowledges that they fought with, um, the militia that eventually became the Taliban? So it says, thank you a to. Lot of films in the 80s. Yeah, I know. it says, thank you to that specific group of the Taliban. But mm. in the Blu-ray, they've changed it to the people of Iran. Yeah. <laughs> wherever it was of Afghanistan. <laughs> Just quickly erase that part of history. Anyway, Anne, um, is there anything that you want to talk about? Uh, anything new anything interesting
1: no never do no no you don't have anything that's well, we're not a current affairs podcast no we're not right? but no. we talk about stuff that happens we're not Keemstar we're not Keemstar no who um, moans at people who tweet stuff in text rather than making a video because you know he'll he'll say it's being inconsiderate but really it's because he just wants to be able to crop their video up and chuck it into his videos yeah probably
0: um, uh, have you watched the trailer new trailer for Far From Home that Mysterio, way. Eh? Is he a bad guy or is he a good guy? That was weeks ago that trailer came out. No, it was a third final trailer. Yeah, weeks ago. No, oh, was it weeks ago? Yeah. Did you watch The Swamp Thing Pilot? No. No. Uh, did you watch any of New- Doom Patrol? No. No. Which Game of Thrones finale? No, God, no. Alright. Uh, uh, Alright. Um... Oh, Tesla are putting Cuphead in their
1: Tesla cars. You can't play that while driving.
0: No, you can't, but you can't play it when you're stationary. Well, why not just put it on your Switch? Look, right. Some people don't have a Switch out of Tesla. You've got to make decisions in life, they're expensive things. All right. um, What else has happened? John Wick 4 has been announced. Awesome. Yeah. That's good news. Um, We're getting a sequel to Neo. Yeah. That's Mm -hmm. exciting. Um. Going to review anything? Yeah, I mean, I can, I can. If you're if you're done with the news and nothing you want to report what about news, why do we? I mean, I'm talking about the stuff that's happening in the world. Might as well talk about no, the we stuff. We haven't introduced
1: re- the podcast yet.
0: Oh right, yeah. Welcome to Crit where hmm. We talk about stuff or things. Me and Aunt both choose four different things that we've played, experienced, listened to, watched in the space of the last two week period, and we review it kind of loosely. There's ideas around what we do, isn't there? And just have feelings about games. And feelings about stuff and things. Especially women, because we're not Chads. You're Chad. And <laughs> I oh, thank you, that's an incel compliment. That's, mm. that's someone who's good looking. I'm not good looking at... That's you know, why we do a podcast. <laughs> My real name's Chad. My real name's Chad. Chad Montgomery Fourth. Yeah. Chaddington of Chadston. chadphony chadphony <laughs> Chadfony and Chaffew. Peaking my audio all over the place. Sorry, 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 shall I get a little bit back? Well, just... we didn't...
1: I told you we could bring in another pop shield. No, no, that doesn't that doesn't stop peaking audio? That stops
0: pop noises. Yeah, know, but it kind of muffle it a little bit. It does. It does reduce down the levels a little bit. It... Uh, I think it's mostly the peas. I say a lot of peas. It stops penis, penis air prick, from
1: blowing out and blowing into the potential. Yep. Yeah. Unprovoked. I don't think you know what pop shields do. You gonna, Person of interest. You're going to get on with your first review. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
0: Yeah. My first review this week is going to be Bookst- BookSmart. Yeah. I almost said BookSmart.
1: Where'd you pirate this from?
0: I didn't pirate it. I went to go see it in the cinema. Take right. it downstairs. What? Why? What? What is wrong with you? It's that kind of behaviour. It's that kind of sexist attitude that means that Super Bad is going to be considered one of the best films of all time when it comes to the teen comedy genre. And BookSmart has fallen behind projected release. Um, earnings. Oh. But it, you know, it's really such a difficult time. Anyway, shut up, Ant. you sexist. You calm yourself down. Me too. That's what I say. Um, jokes aside, it's a film directed by Olivia Wilde. Um, you know, um, and yeah, it's she's a the princess. Yeah, she was a princess at one point, mm. and then she wasn't. She got divorced, and now she's dating Jason Sudeikis oh. Who's in the movie? Oh. Um, so, yeah, so Book Smart is the story of two girls who have come to the end of their high school, their high school time, you know, their high school education. Um, and, uh, and they realize that they've done fuck all with their lives. So, uh, well, they're at school. Yeah, because they're at school. You they basically spent the entirety of their time learning and focusing to do really well and hopefully, you know, exit out going to the colleges they want to. And they do, they get that. But, on the last day of school, they hear people over, to- uh, one of them hears people talking about her, and they, they make quite specific references to the fact that she's so tight. She doesn't really do anything, and she hasn't really lived. At least had the, exp- the proper high school, a little bit, proper high school experience. So, um, so they decide on the final night, they're gonna go to all the parties, they're gonna have a good time, they're gonna get completely smashed up, and have just, just a fucking right old banger. Here's a clip. Thanks, Anne, for putting that clip in there. So, um. <laughs>
1: I do so, podcast all, all in all it's radio 2 I
0: like the fact that you smiled though as if I knew you weren't going to do it which would be a funny bit but it's only funny to us because you don't really make any noise oh, when you I find something wrong. I thought I was
1: turning the microphone down earlier but I clicked the uh, the uh, the volume for the playback oh wow so that's going to be loud for people yeah that's okay yeah, carry that's on anyway that's fine you can normalise that and post it will it will normalise cheers <coughs> for that fucking
0: sorry I had a cough so, yeah. um, so these two girls, they decide to have a, uh, an evening and it's, and it's fun. It's the same as anything in this sort of genre. They go out and they have a debauched time. There's jokes said. There's things realized. Um, so one I of the girls. say fuck. Yeah, they say fuck a lot. Sweet. Um, one of the, one of the more interesting aspects of it is you often have these, um, I reviewed Blockers a few years ago, which is you the Ar- Ike Bernholtz, John Cena. Was it last year? Okay. So it's the Ike Ar- Bernholtz, John Cena and, 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 um, uh, Olivia Munn. No, not M- Olivia Munn. Who is it? I can't remember. Um, I can't remember. Um, but that was a similar sort of thing, but it was, you know, the coming of age from told from the perspective of the parents and the kids. This is just from the kids, and we find them in quite a good place because one of them is Out. She came out when she was very young, so she's a lesbian. Um, Sweet. And obviously her aspirations are different, and, and it's nice to see, like, a subverted, you know, it, it, we're now in the age where someone can be gay in a film and it's not treated like it. It's a sudden realisation at the end of the night because she kissed a boy. It's like a proper... You know they are just an LGBT character. No, you
1: can't have gay characters in film. It's pandering. that's not true. Yeah, assassination. That's what the
0: nerds say. I I didn't review. I don't think I reviewed it for the podcast. But assassination did something quite similar. They had one character that was was a trans lady oh. um, who was transitioning, and it was that was it, it, really interestingly in a film that didn't didn't need to say anything. It said a lot about social media. And one of the one of the probably one of the most jarring scenes was. There was, that character had a sexual relationship with a, with a, with a, someone who was portrayed as a straight male when around his friends, but in the intimate moments was actually very tender and affectionate to the trans, trans lady. Um, and obviously being a teenager, she hadn't fully transitioned. So, so he was having that relationship and denying to his friends that there was anything going on at the same time denying it to himself and that, that was treated quite well in that it's film. Nothing to do with Booksmart, eh? Nothing to do with Booksmart. So Booksmart, yeah. Jesus. It's, it's really funny. It's really interesting. There's one character played by Carrie Fisher's daughter called Billy Lord, who kind of stole the show. Um, sorry, yeah, uh, Carrie Fisher's daughter, Billy Lord. Uh, yeah. You just, yeah, her, she plays Gigi, who's like this transcendent free spirit that just fucking flitters between Jiggly. parties. Gigi. Jiggly. Gigi. Gobble, gobble. Gigi. G- there's um, but there's there's a great scene. Um, it's got the kid from it's got the kid from Santa Clarita Dirt as well, the neighbor boy, who's quite good in that, and he plays like, imagine if Justin Bieber had all the money but none of the swagger or any of that, and he was in high school. Also Justin Bieber. So just basically Justin Bieber, yeah, and he's got like he has like a boat that he's rented out for his own high school party, and it's just him and Gigi, getting high off their assholes on a giant yacht.
1: Can't get high off assholes.
0: Getting high off
1: their assholes. Yeah, what's well, so they're just like smoking each other's I butts. Think,
0: it, no, it's just an, it's just an expression for being completely mm. out of their minds. Oh, oh should like should like sorry sorry Queen's English for this podcast. So they are so intoxicated, they they literally traverse time and space. They become beings. One with the universe. We can't
1: literally How traverse that... time. And yes, space. you
0: can. You, we literally do it all the time. Literally is only used in the right context when we are talking about our travelling through time and space. We are at this very moment, Anne, in sitting still, doing a podcast. Literally travelling through time and space. That is what we are doing every single day of our lives. So I could say, whilst eating a sandwich, I'm literally travelling through time and space whilst eating a That's sandwich, all and I would stiff. be. <laughs> <laughs> Did we just elevate the podcast a little bit in a, in a joke? Fuck it. Who cares? Booksmart. Yeah, Gigi. This this fascinating character who just is in every party. Every party they go to, they're trying to find the location of one particular party. And every party they go to, it's almost like a video game style thing. Every party they go to, they, they get closer and closer to the final stage. Oh, so it's and, the world's end. Yeah. Kind of. Not really. It's the world's end lower stakes, less characters, <laughs> no robots. No robots and different reasons. The World's End is more like a play on mental health and how we have to challenge ourselves and develop as human beings over time.
1: It's about killing mannequins.
0: But um but yeah, so it's it's a really interesting film and I really enjoyed it. It's so fucking funny. So f- so funny, really well directed. Mm-hmm. And Jason Sudeikis has a great scene in which um he plays like a lift driver. He's their, he's their head teacher during the day and then at night because the income's so bad being a head teacher, he's a lift driver. but he's a lift driver in a place that isn't New Orleans in one of those New Orleans-style taxis with all the shit on the back, you know, like yeah. all the lights and stuff. So he's driving That's around. That's a hearse
1: in New Orleans. It's
0: essentially a He's driving around in this fucking garish vehicle giving people <laughs> lifts. Oh. it's just really weird. It's just, it, it, the whole thing, it, it works a lot. And you can tell that she, yeah, Olivia Wilde, wanted to make this film and had a lot of affection for these characters because they are treated completely with respect. the whole situation is utterly ridiculous and they often speak like adults rather than like teenagers but other than that there are absolutely no issues it's a really enjoyable really fun film and it's a shame that it's not doing better in the box office but it's such a difficult time because you've got the run off from it's only in the
1: cinema in the US and UK yeah everywhere else is on Netflix oh is it really
0: yeah oh so it got bought by Netflix because
1: I got I found it I saw it was on in the US, and they said, "Yeah, it's on Netflix." Everywhere else in the world, so I went looking on Netflix, and it's not there. Oh, and then I saw posters in town for it. It's like because yeah, US and UK only. It's on cinemas. Everywhere else is on Netflix. I think it was made for a general release because this yeah. seems like a proper yeah, cinema yeah. film. It's got a lot of energy. It's a really good film to go see in the cinema. Yeah, but when it appears on Netflix, it will still have that Netflix original tag at the start. Yeah, like they made it. Hopefully, it gets hopefully it gets an audience there because it deserves an audience. I think this is
0: like I said, it's like super bad. If super bad wasn't that. The problem with Superbad is you've got some great characters that carry the story and then you've got basically just two characters reacting to all of that. And that's not the same American thing. American pie. Yeah. It's not the same thing as having energy and urgency. and. You know. I like
1: the bit in Superbad where Michael Sarah says... Sometimes I just wish women wanted to look at our dicks. You know, that's the world I want to live in. <laughs> that's just I, I like life. the
0: fact that it's it. It was just it's one of those films that didn't age well because the meteor movement's only happened recently, and there's an there's there's a scene in which a kid's just drawing a bunch of dicks when he's like seven years old, and a bunch of kids see a bunch of really graphic pictures of dicks, hmm. and that just it's meant to be funny, but that story like, just comes off as Sharon really Hill's weird.
1: Character who can't eat anything shaped like a dick. Yeah. yeah. It's been a long time since I've seen that.
0: You know what? Jonah Hill in real life kind of turned into that character, didn't he? Said a lot of really homophobic shit. Anyway, uh, Booksmart. It's it's honestly it's not the perfect film, but it it deserves a lot more than it's getting because it's like I said, that Gigi character is is incredible. Watching her on screen naturally just. There's a scene towards the end where she she just puts her hands up in the sky and goes, I'm queen of the world! And then just dead drops into a pool.
2: Okay.
0: And then two characters are having a conversation. The pool's outside. They're having a conversation inside and they're having a deep, meaningful conversation that takes time. And then one of the characters goes... Now, she is the most loyal friend in the world and I have to show a little bit of that loyalty because that dead drop is going on for a bit too long and you just see her still floating in the <laughs> pool. <laughs> it's just it's great. It's really fun and it, you know, it's uh, it's a Naomi Watts. It it should be doing better. It should be doing so much better and Naomi they, Watts does
1: fine. They've
0: they've put it I had to go and see it at 9 15 in the evening. Yeah. That's a fucking ridiculous fun time to be playing a film.
1: There's an X-Men film out this week.
0: Oh, I know. Are you going to go see it? I don't know if I am going to go see it. I'm going to go
1: see it. It's on at 8.30 on Wednesday in, in Woking. They're doing preview showings on Wednesday and Thursday. Are they? Let yeah. see if
0: they're doing it in Guildford.
1: So I might go. But ex- there's an X-Men film out and no one gives a shit.
0: <laughs> there are some people that actually do, like, there's some interest drummed up in this. And I don't know where it's come from because it's not... Apocalypse
1: was <laughs> Days of Future Past was good.
0: Yeah, Days of Future Past was really good. And in all fairness, Apocalypse wasn't as bad as people say. It just wasn't interesting. You had, like, one of the key villains from the X-Men world, and it was Oscar Isaac, covered in fucking purple paint.
1: Yeah, he didn't do anything. No. Could have at least danced. Yeah. He usually dances in his films.
0: Oh, they're playing Booksmart at 4.30 and 10 to 9 this week. Yeah. Pretty fucking poor. And they're playing Ma at 6.30 and 9. That's all right. Really?
1: Yeah. You have seen the trailer for that. It looks awful in the fucking trailer. Yeah, oh, it's good. It's nice and creepy. Really? Yeah. Yeah, no one likes Octavia Spencer, I think. I like Octavia Spencer. <laughs> Snowpiercer. Yeah. Snowpisser. Snowpiercer. All right, your review, Ant. Fuck you. Um, right, so I played a game called... <gasps> I dreamed a dream of times gone by. No. Oh. Wilmot's Warehouse. What? Wilmot's Warehouse. What? So this is a game which is like... You know, you, you've never done proper retail, so you don't know. But warehouse management is I a worked very... worked in retail for four years. F- four years, is that it? You haven't done any really work in retail? you, just because I hate retail because I hate people. People um, are
0: cunts, let's face it. So
1: where- when what's warehouse, you have to manage a warehouse, right? So stock comes in and you've got to decide where it's going to sit. Who cares about that? You've got to decide different. where all the, object, all the stock sits. And they're yeah. all box-shaped, same size, and they've all got a symbol on them, which represents what they are. And you're just meant to pick them and put them where you want them, right? Yeah. So you'll have flippers and you'll have shoes and you'll have, like, you know, cones, traffic cones. It's a weird shop. It sells everything. And then the game plays out in phases. So you get a delivery phase where you get, like, two and a half minutes to pack the stock wherever you want it to go. And you have to decide how the warehouse is laid out. So you have to put stuff where you, where you think it's, you're going to need it. And you have to run to grab it when when the orders come through. You get orders. Full people come up. They all ch- each have an order. And you have to grab the number of stock they need for it. And it's a really simple little concept. But the way this gets tricky is that every time you get a delivery you're getting a whole bunch of random stock. And now your layout you've made for your warehouse isn't going to work. Because now you've got a whole bunch of other stuff and you've got to put it where you want. But you can't just put stuff anywhere because you're going to forget where these items are. Because you're dealing with like 30, 40 items. I think there's something like 100 and some odd items in the game. And I've only unlocked like about 50 of them. And you have to start figuring out how you're going to plan out these things in your limited space. Yeah. It's like a full big open warehouse and there's four squares in the middle and you have those as walls. So what I've been doing is laying stuff up against the walls and I've separated like a shoe category and then a section for outdoor stuff, so like snorkels and things. But I started getting suns and moons. So I was like, well, shit, they can go near outdoors. So I put them around the other side of outdoors. So I've got sunsets and stuff. Yeah. And then you get stuff like wheels and you get robots and then you just get weird shapes and you've got to start organising all this stuff into place but when you pick items up you pick them up in whatever order you select them in so okay. let's say you pick them up in a Z shape or something Yeah. you'll then be carrying them in that shape so you have to try and navigate around boxes oh, I see what you mean with the shape, like Tetris pieces you can drop them and then start rearranging them and yeah. it starts getting tricky because if you've got overstocks or something and you haven't allocated enough space for your mass of stock you're gonna to have to try and rearrange this, and you're gonna to have to try and work around it all the time. Yeah. Um, and if you don't do your delivery in time, that stock's gonna be sitting in the bay, and you're gonna to have to deal with that as you're running around. Sitting on the dark of my bay. Yeah. Um, and it just basically it runs through a cycle. Like you'll have a delivery cycle, we have an ordering cycle, we have to grab stock, and then you'll have every few rain every few minutes, every few cycles, you get about ten minutes to reorganise your stock room as best you can, so you can try and get yourself some some plan to it. And the better you do, you earn stars, the quicker you get the orders, the more stars you earn. The stars are used to unlock new things, like being able to carry more boxes at once, so you start off only carrying six, but then you can carry eight. You can pick up as many boxes as you like, but you'll move slower and slower. Um, You pick up the ability to rotate the boxes around, so you can use that to get around corners and stuff like that. Um, And the only real rewards other than that is motivational posters that go up around the edges of the that's a pretty great reward though yeah yeah um things that tell you how to lift boxes properly with, with your knees I've not got with your those. back
0: yeah i watched a, i watched a training video starring china
1: yeah. that told me that yeah <laughs> she's dead now yes she is but um yeah it's a really simple basic game that they've come up with um like i think they must done in game maker or something cuz it's all very straightforward two dimensional square your character's a square he's got a smiley face that looks around the place as you're going yeah and stuff um but yeah, it's just like devilishly complex in its simplicity. It's like just the simple act of just putting boxes in stockrooms and deciding where it's all going to go and organizing things so your brain knows where these things are all the time. Yeah. And how you have to adapt. And some items look really similar to other items. So you get like what looks like Loch Ness Monster Serpent coming out the water. Mm. And it's all just individual body parts, and you can. So you line them up, when you line them up, it looks like a big old, really long serpent. Yeah. But every now and again, you'll get an item that looks like that, but there's a tail instead of a second body part, and you'll be working away, and you'll see that you've accidentally put one in the middle of your regular serpents, and not with the tail pieces. So then you have to try and... You're like, shit, that's in the wrong place, and I need to reorganise that. That's not the item I need to pick up. I have to pick up other stuff. Is this 3D? No, no, it's a 2D little simple game.
0: So it's top-down 2D? Yeah.
1: Everything Uh, squares. Is it like a Zelda... Well, what? Like, what's the movement like? It's a top-down game. You're just a little square moving around. Wilmot's a okay. square. And all the boxes are squares. Okay. Everything's the same size, so you can manoeuvre around properly. Okay. It's cleverly designed. Um, But yeah, it just, it just gets more and more complex. As more and more items get unlocked, and you start getting more and more items coming in, and you mm-hmm. get your pallet of stock, which is about 30 items at a time, that you have to try and reorganise, and... They're not always on the pallet in a nice, easy way, so you can't just grab all of one item and take it where you want. You have to yeah, start moving sort of stuff out of the way. Yeah. And,
2: um,
1: and you only have four orders to deal with at a time, but sometimes it'll be a combination of things that the person wants. Mm. So you have to go and pick up Christmas trees from somewhere and run over the other side and pick up flippers yeah, and take, take that order up. You can do multiple orders at once. As long as you bring all the items up and chuck them through, they're fine. Um, but yeah, it's just like fiendishly, cleverly difficult game, simple game. And it
0: sounds really good.
1: Um, you can get it on the Humble Store... And it's in the Humble Trove if you're on the Humble Monthly Bundle.
0: Okay, cool. You still so, not remember to cancel that?
1: Nah, I've got Call of Duty Black Ops now, apparently, for... Oh, yeah. that's not bad. <sighs> it's a 100 gigabyte install, that, wasn't it? Really, like that. Yeah. Jesus
0: fucking Christ. No wonder my PlayStation Pro's memory just completely died. Yeah, on I might just line. delete it
1: instead of playing it.
0: No, give it a go. I think you mm. might like that.
1: Anyway, <sighs> um, hey, Wilmot's Warehouse. Yeah, yeah, sounds good. It's good. It's fun. I did see it somewhere. Like, I imagined they it was... They talked about it like, on Cool Ghost recently. Yeah. Yeah, which is cool ghost It's great? Is YouTube it a podcast show. or a nice YouTube
0: channel? Oh, it's YouTube.
1: Yeah, it's really good. Matt and Quinn's. I'll have a look. I'll Matt see. and
0: Quinn's. I'll see if I can I can find it and
1: stomach a couple of episodes. With only three episodes. Oh really? Oh, I'm definitely yeah. I'm subscribing to watch every episode. Well, they got they used to just do regular videos like all the other YouTubers, but oh, at some the point others. they decided that they're going to change the format, and it's like straight it's a straight up TV show. Oh, I um, love where they start of off by dying. That, huh? And then they're sitting in the couch just watching video games.
0: Do they, um do, are they like the other, well, lots of the other YouTube channels, do they get free free go at the old uh, YouTube creator space?
1: No, they film it all in Quinn's house. Oh, they just film it in the house. Oh, yeah. Cool. No, that's good. But yeah, loads of loads of channels are moving towards more TV program style. Gotta. Gotta, gotta advance. Gotta keep up. Gotta keep up. Gotta get angry moving. Video game, video, angry video game nerd format doesn't work anymore. Well, that's because he's a pervert. He's not. He's fine. Oh, you know, he is fine. Oh, He's God, fine. I'm thinking He'd, of well, nostalgic think critic. he's found? Fa- f- you think he's fine because he doesn't say anything. Yeah, that's true. He never has an opinion on anything. That's true. He does just sort of skirt the line, doesn't he? Pro-Jared, though. Pro-Jared, though, yeah. Pro yeah he's Jared. a pervert. He's a pivot. Peter. Yeah. Yeah. I love how he makes a big old apology thing. a say apology thing. Makes excuses to shift blame onto his ex-wife and never mentions the whole, you sent dick pics to kids.
0: Yeah. Why didn't he talk about that? Yeah, weird that. Yeah, convicted pedophile, pro jerry. I mean, he can't deny it because they shared the pictures. Yeah, they can't deny. Well, he can't <laughs> deny it because they also have the messages. Yeah, like kids are smart, man. Hmm. Um, good, good. He got one. receipts. Got to keep the receipts. Hmm. Motherfuckers getting taken a task. Good. What a cunt. Um, all right. Um, my next review is going to be. What a timely review! Only recently released, John Wick Three. Never heard of it. John he Wick- did you do it last time? John Wick the Third. No, I didn't do it last time. No. Yeah. Um, John Wick the Third. And you like John Wick, don't you? Yeah,
1: I've not seen that one yet. You've
0: not seen the third one? I'm not going to spoil
1: it for you. You know it's got Mark Dacascus in it, don't you? Yeah, he's he's a great guy. He is. He's kind of cool in this. He's cool star in... Star of Drive, the good Drive. Yeah, um, Master Chef. Yeah, no master chef, Iron Chef. Iron Chef, sorry, he is sorry. the Iron Chef. He is the Iron Chef. Yeah, um, he's also in Brotherhood of the Wolf. <coughs> he is. He yeah, is. yeah yes. which is a great film. And I haven't of the He War. was almost a Power Ranger. Yeah, bringing it all round. Back in the early, in the late eighties, they tried to bring Trudenshi Bioman to the US, and the first attempt they used had Mark DeCascos as one of the cast members for the pilot that they filmed. Well, I know him as the star of the Could Asylum the movie,
0: Ranger. I Am Omega,
1: which Ooh. was a ripoff of Iron Legend. The Omega Man is there's the Omega Man and there's like friggin'
0: No it's I am Omega. Oh is that the That's asylum what they call it. One? That's what the Asylum yeah. called it. With yeah. Mark DeCaskoth.
1: Sharp plane. Yeah. Piss. Piss off ghost. Yeah. Piss off ghost.
0: Alright, anyway, so John Wick 3. the saga of John Wick continues. So the first film, his dog died, his wife had just died. He was quite upset. Um Alfie Allen killed his dog and then he killed Alfie Allen's entire family and generational. <laughs> <laughs> generation. Like three generations of his family were killed off in that film. Yeah. Um and Willem Dafoe. Uh, but everybody forgets about Willem Dafoe in that film.
1: Everyone forgets Kevin Nash is in the film. He's
0: only in it for like a second.
1: Yeah, but Kevin Nash is in the film and he's only ever in films for a second. Hi
0: there, Laszlo. Hey. Super Shredder. How you doing, John? <laughs> um yeah. And in John Wick 2, um we found out that John Wick had broken a vow by um by killing some people. Um, whilst he was meant to be retired after completing an impossible task.
1: Mm. Well, it's because he admitted that he's back.
0: Yeah, well, he kind of admitted that he's back. It's, mm. it, it, one of the key lines in that was, you say you're not back, but it seems like you're back. Mm. Um, and obviously that had repercussions because he had, he had agreed not to kill anyone ever again, and they had agreed to leave him alone as long as he completed the impossible task, and there was a blood pact. He didn't leave him alone. killed a bunch not of people. that's John Wick 3. That's John Wick 2. Um, and the blood pack was broken, and he killed the person who held the blood pack, and then he was excommunicated, which is where we join him in John Wick 3. Would say, in excommunicado. excommunicado. It sounds more important. So, John Wick has been disavowed, excommunicado. He's been released from the agreement of... of. He's basically just been made a target for every single hitman in the whole of New York. Which seems to be everyone. Which seems to be everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Including uh, Jason Manzucas who turns up for like a brief second. He's just a hobo with a big old gold watch that goes yeah. tick tock, Mister Wick. Yeah. That's it. Um, well,
1: he was the hobo in the second one, wasn't he? No, he wasn't in the second one. Hmm. No. Um,
0: he may have been in like a cut scene, but he wasn't in the second one. He had his own poster for this one, though. Yeah. Even though I think he's only in that one scene, I can't remember seeing him ever again. He's...
1: No, he's not, he's... he's not the one. He's not the one. He's on the edge of he? It's the other. No, no, you're thinking of yeah, John you're yeah You're thinking
0: of. Um, uh John uh, Ralphio. No, it's not John Ralphio. Uh <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna move on because I can't remember. I was watching a bunch of YouTube videos with him in though because he did loads of stuff with Jake and Amir.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh. It's really good. It's really good. Fuck's sake. Thomas Middleditch is in some of them. I can remember his name. He'll come back later. we got to talk about him at some point. Okay. Um anyway, so John Wickfree. Um so John Wick, we join him just so he's been excommunicated. He's got an hour to um firstly firstly get whatever he needs from new york before he fucks off out um and get the means for him to do the fucking off out um Gosh. so we see him he goes yeah. to the get on with it yeah uh, we see that he so i'm i'm just going to talk about the beginning i'm not going to talk about the rest because i know you haven't seen it and i don't want to spoil anything for you but the first the first few minutes are him going about tasks that he needs to do to make sure that he can secure his escape um, I'm sure you've heard about the book. He uses a book to kill a person. Yeah, as you do, as you do, um, and that's a great scene because it turns out the library is kind of like a, it's it's almost like a bank for the assassins. So there are there's like a secret area where you basically you take your little code and you can go there and you can open up your book and inside your book you've got like bits that you've held onto he's got a photo of his wife and he's got some other bits and pieces that come into play later on in the film um, and that's where he meets the guy who who basically tries to break the rules by um, by killing john before the excommunicado is actually in effect he sounds like a minute that's cheating i know it's cheating and so he stabs john and so that kind of um, that kind of ruins john's plan because what he was doing was he was just getting that stuff and he was going to go talk to some people that could help him escape new york um and so he has to go and, and in a great scene a doctor is sewing him up he gets halfway through f- sort of fixing his arm because he gets stabbed by the guy who kills with a book um and the time's up so john has to finish it by himself so he gets the mirror and gets around finish it by himself and then he goes and gets some pills and stuff and uh and he goes the doctor's like they'll never believe that i didn't that i the i stopped before the minute so could you just shoot me and he points to a section on his stomach. For any brief second, John Wick immediately zips off a bullet and gets him right dead where he said. And he's like, "They'll never, they'll never believe I stopped at just one bullet. They'll think I kept trying to go after you. So could you just, just above the collar? Don't hit the collar. Oh, you got, yeah, you got it, you got it right there." <laughs> he's just, <laughs> it's just, it's this weird, nice little friendly show of how good John Wick is at shooting people and killing people um what the other two films weren't well no it's it's almost like you know the other two films it was it was all jujitsu and grabbing people and being very close and just firing the gun basically in the foreheads um it's just nice to see like a little bit of distance and he can still peg those targets like a fucking pro um but anyway so uh, that's the only thing i'm going to talk about specifically i'm going to go over some of the other bits that i i really genuinely love There's there is so much in this film that is just frenetic action it's it's all kinetic and movement based and it's just it's incredible. It's it visually it's quite stunning. Um and and some of the action scenes that are in there are really fucking great. The in the beginning there's I'm sure you've seen the advert, there's people throwing knives at each other. Um that happens because he accidentally breaks well, I say accidentally, and in his escape, he breaks into an antique shop and the top floor is just glass cabinets filled with like throwing axes and swords and stuff. So there's just he takes on about twelve people in the area, just smashing glass and grabbing knives, and they're throwing knives at each other and trying to stab each other with swords. And it's just this closed area. And Keanu Reeves, I couldn't see where Keanu Reeves' stunt double was taking over.
1: No, he does pretty much all the stunts
0: in. Does films. he really? Yeah, yeah. Because that is fucking impressive. Because there's, there are quite a few like really physical like fights in this one. It's. It, I think there's
1: only a handful in John Wick Two. He didn't <coughs> he did everything in
0: this <coughs> one. Well, John Wick One and Two, a lot of it's gunplay, isn't it? And you mm. can—I've yeah, seen the training videos where he's training. He to did shoot the guns.
1: roll down the stairs and stuff, yeah. and like in John Wick Two, yeah, like the guys, that guy does stunts. Yeah, he's but, not strapping himself to a plane or learning how to pilot a helicopter like Tom. <laughs> no, through, Tom Cruise but, is
0: fucking nuts. Yeah, has got my back. Mm.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, he's left the Church of Scientology. Has he? Yeah, apparently. Huh. It's not one of those ones they announced, though. Uh, I don't want people to know
0: um, but anyway so um, yeah there's there's that he kills a bunch of people with horses which is fucking incredible there's a fight in a stable just hit him with the horse no there's a fight in a stable and he's the whole fight is just him positioning people and then slapping a horse's ass he like stuns them with a couple of like punches to the side of the head and stuff and then he flips around and just slaps a horse's ass and the horse kicks people in the face repeatedly nice and I was watching it just like ah! <laughs> it's, it's like a horror film to me I hate it
1: um, I was probably would have done that anyway
0: really yeah yeah, yeah actually yeah because they they did have guns they didn't fire any guns because that'd be a bad idea when you're a bunch of horses around you but the kicks are the sound in this film is fucking incredible Ooh. everything is clear everything is crisp everything punches and, and music where it's used is used very well um, you just said they kicked that was bad hmm. that was bad well, let's take a second just to it's a moment silent for that what you said
1: everything punches <laughs> um some but yet, Chinese people, punch horses, their feet. kills people,
0: horses. Um, there's a really great dog scene where, um, Halle Berry uses her German Shepherd. She's trained to just, I think they're powered exclusively by eating human bulls mm. because there are so many scenes of just dogs ripping people's testicles off. And she is, she's really good as well. Like in terms of action, she's really physical, moving around, grabbing people, a lot, a lot of gunplay. Halle Berry just sort of jumped in and she seems to be really in the universe. Mm. She loves it. Um and from the videos I've seen where they're like doing training and stuff again, more of the shooty shooty stuff, where Keanu Reeves is out in the desert doing the little like gunplay stuff. Yeah. She's right there behind him, cheering him on, saying, Oh, that's fucking incredible. And she's got a few training scenes as well. And just really good to see people that like Halle Berry's a really attractive woman and for a long time that was kind of what she was known for. Like you've got things like the Bond film she was in where the key thing was she just walked around. Pretty much naked and time Billy know.
1: Bob Thornton and yeah. wailed her from
0: behind. Yeah, that's true, yeah. Monsters Ball. Yeah. And then like in she's been sort of He's relegated Monsters Bull. I think that part of the problem was that she won an Oscar in the same year she did Catwoman, and mm. she's never really recovered from Catwoman. Like she had Swordfish, which was just her getting her tits out, and then she had um she had what was it? Um God, what was the Bondesque um Kingsman? She was in Kingsman too, she was a bashing character in that. No yeah. one
1: watched Kingsman too.
0: It was alright. It wasn't great. It wasn't spectacular. I had a really good Elton John cameo. Yeah. Um, but um, but yeah, like the physicality of this is incredible. Um, like I said, dog fight, uh, dog fight, that'd be fucking atrocious. The dogs used in the fight are really, really fucking good, really well-trained animals and at the same time you can see they're kind of having a lot of fun doing it. Um, there's a really good... there's the tails a, are wagging. Yeah, they are sometimes. There's, <laughs> there's, a, there's a really good action scene in which there's really heavily armoured guys and John Wick, instead of using punches to try and... He basically just He's like staggering them with bullets Mm. and getting in close enough that he could just sort of pull the eye mask off and shoot them in the eyeballs. Um, Really fucking good. They've got like shotguns. There's like a great shotgunning scene and there's a lot more action around the Continental towards the end Mm. um, because that becomes key in the whole story. Uh, And they're making a fourth one and great. I'm looking forward to it. This does tie into it. Mark Dukaskis is great. Um, you've got two of the actors from the Raid. Do You know the little curly knife guys from the Raid too. Mm. Both of them are the ones in this.
1: that aren't e- eco aware. Yeah. yeah, yeah, the ones that aren't eco aware. The ones who are in Star Wars. Yeah, they're <laughs> both
0: in this, and yeah. they have a really good fight against John Wick, like in which they mostly kick his ass. It's only because this involuntarily becomes a Pootie Tang remake. Oh, sweet! He takes his belt off and uses his belt as a weapon, and that's quite funny because he does he does the Pootie Tang whip. Yeah. <laughs> you know, above the, that like a ball whip does that sound
1: does he best... flip the side down on no, the money kind he doesn't he's uh. also
0: not written by uh, by um oh, who's the problematic I mean, Louis C.K Louis C.K Jesus Christ uh. that's a name I'd sooner he forget it. he it did yeah he wrote directed, it yeah
1: he directed Pootie Dang yeah
0: god it's a shame because Louis, Louis C.K.'s comedy programme if we cut out Louis I'm sure it would still work uh. I mean yeah. yeah just David Lynch <laughs> uh, but yeah no John Wick it's spectacular I really fucking enjoyed it um, it's it, it's a Tom Atkins, but it's a Tom Atkins with with the slight the slight pre-warning that if you haven't seen one or two, you're going to be very much lost, and if you can't suspend your disbelief because they are leaning fully into this mystical world shit now. Ooh, because the first one was very grounded. I know that it's a guy killing a bunch of guys in in unrealistic circumstances, but by very grounded, I mean the stakes where his dog was killed. He was pissed off, so he killed a bunch of guys. Mm. Fine. I can get on board with that. I'm like, yeah, fuck it, kill everyone. I'd kill everyone if they killed a dog in front of me. Fuck it, do it. And then the second one it's like What if the dog was Satan? If the dog was if the dog was Satan, yeah. would I kill the dog? How old is the dog at the time of me seeing it? Yeah, but uh, like How much Satan am I the seeing? The dog was
1: evil. Evil how? Very evil. Like what if he what if he made Han solo shoot second in Star Wars? He was the one I who feel it.
0: like this specific example isn't geared towards me, so I can't answer that with a with a position of knowledge. But what I'm going to say is, I probably wouldn't give a shit. It's still a dog.
1: You put Jabba the Hutt in Star Wars.
0: I mean, yeah, no, there's no problem with that. Fuck's sake. You got no problem with that. Basically, you saying this dogs a reincarnated version of George Lucas? Possibly. Yeah, probably. Definitely. George Lucas and J.K. Rowling mixed together. <laughs> Hand shot Voldemort first. Mm. Um, but anyway, yeah, it's it's top But the slight slight warning: you have to have seen the first and second one, and really, really, you have to let your you do have to let your mind go or like just turn off a little bit because it is it is shooty shooty minus fun. But it's shot so well and it's so good, and I enjoyed it so much. Really, this is one of those things where I can't quantify why I enjoyed it so much. Because you like watching people get no horse kills were so good, Anne. They were so good. The horse kills. I love seeing people get kicked in the face by horses. Apparently,
1: yeah. Your review, Ant. You go on. Well, Vine? There's probably loads of videos of that. Horse on there.
0: Kick in man in face dot com.
1: Yeah, videos of girls being kicked and stuff. I don't want to see that. That's always the one everyone laughs at. Little girls getting booted off where. I mean, like
0: watching little girls fall over, that's funny as hell.
1: Yeah, another like one. The little babies were on the ice, yeah. <laughs> and it goes... and then it just goes to reach sign. Yeah, that baby's got a, got one of those heads that's like a spoon now. Or yeah. He just smacked his head on the floor, probably. What shall I review next?
0: I don't know, whatever you want.
1: Uh, let's quickly review Void Bastards. Yeah? I've only played like two and a bit hours of it so far, but only. I'm enjoying the shit out that's of it. It's quite a bit. Yeah, I've only got it today. Um, So Void Bastards, it's a roguelike game. You're going into these spaceships and you've got to try and find salvage and stuff. There's usually something you can find in there, if you want you can get out and just leave it you don't necessarily have to do the objective you don't actually have to even board the ship, if you want to skip the ship you can just fly right past it but um, there'll be some sort of objective in there, It will be an item that'll be handy there's a couple of items you need to get though to progress the sort of story along, like um, the first thing you're trying to do is make yourself a new ID card because when you give the robot guy your ID card he accidentally shreds it, accidentally I've almost put stuff in the shredder before and I didn't mean to um, but yeah, the idea is you're like a prisoner, and every time you're prisoner, it's like freeze-dried. Mm. Um, it's just literally powder, and it gets poured into a ship, and then water gets poured in, and you pop up out of it. <laughs> um, and there's a little robot thing that connects to your back, which is the one that carries all the objects you pick up. And the idea is you go in, you fight these bad guys that are all like, they're possessed by something, like aliens or technology or something like that, and they're all just like floating around. But they've all got thick British accents, and they're all very angry. Um, there's little kids walking around, the place getting all right, dick bags. <laughs> um, little tourist guys are complaining about the quality of the beds. Oh yeah, and stuff like that, like um, just all sorts of stuff like that. Just really, really thick British humour. Like the guy who does the voice of the robot thing that's like narrating to you and telling you what you have to do next is the guy from the Stanley Parable, the narrator from that. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, if you die, then you get reincarnated and you get new traits. My guy at the start, his trait was a sm- he was a smoker, so when you're walking around every now and again he coughs, which will alert. <laughs> enemies to where you are but as you go through you can find DNA bays where you can rewrite your DNA and change certain aspects um, some things like having long arms so you can pick up stuff that's further away like which is some could be quite handy it could be quite handy when you're trying to escape enemies because you could lock the doors quicker you can get to a safe distance and lock the doors because that's a valid tactic is locking enemies in rooms if they're too much trouble to take on but yeah. um, the toughest ones you come across that I find Um the screws, who are like prison guards, I guess. Because um, they're called screws. <coughs> um, those ones do seem to have a habit of standing in the doorway, which is most irritating. Because um, then you can't deal with them, <laughs> you're stuck with them. Uh, like I did earlier, I locked a door behind me and turned around, there was one there, just walking up behind me. Which is great, I locked myself in the escape. Um, but yeah, there's other traits you get. There's one of the traits is called overly formal, that I've seen. Um, where, like, I've seen that come up on someone else's video where your character refers to everyone by their surname, so the villains, all the monsters, rather than having the names of what type of monster they are, it says, like, Mr. Brown, Mr. Smith, and all this sort of stuff above their head, for some reason. Um, but it plays a little bit like FTL. You're travelling from one spot to the other, you're trying to aim for a certain point at the end, and along the way you'll have different stat boosts and buffs and stuff, and you'll consume fuel as you go and you need to eat. When you eat, you get a little bit of health back, so you could skip a level if you're low on health, so you get a bit of health back, or you can press a button to rest... But you've got limited supplies, so you do have to go in the VIP spaces every now and again to get them to yeah. resupply. Because if you run out of fuel, you have to drift. And when you drift, it takes five days, which will replenish your health a fair bit, but it'll also eat up a lot of your sandwiches. Your sandwiches are your food supplies. Yeah. Um, and obviously, if you run out of sandwiches, and you run out of fuel, and you run out of your health will drain, you'll die.
0: No, Captain Marvel comes, and she saves you, and brings you back to Earth.
1: Yeah. And then nice, Rocket though. Raccoon's there. She's not real. Who? Captain Marvel. Freeman's Sandwiches. No, sandwiches are real. Okay. Yeah. Good. Yeah. That's reassuring. Uh,
0: f- like what What is the actual soap? So, do you like, um, it sounds a lot like, um, sounds a lot like a, like a, uh, blah, 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 blah. You're gonna make a coherent What point? was the, what was
1: the fucking game I'm thinking? No, it's a bit like Rogue Legacy.
0: That's what I was trying to say. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. it's a lot like Rogue, Rogue Legacy, but an FPF uh, FPF version. Yeah, sort virgin. of.
1: But does this
0: because Rogue but Legacy you don't have
1: like a massive castle to go through or anything? Yeah. It's not one thing. You're going into small, like small space stations that are all randomly generated. Okay. Um. But yeah, it's 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 just it's just good stuff. I like the art is, style. The comic there booky a plot art style.
0: To it? So what is the what is not the... really because no. Rogue Legacy obviously it had a loose plot.
1: It's got a, like a basic thing going on, but it's not really like you're going to get cutscenes or anything like that. Oh,
0: Okay, no, but uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, I mean, is there still like is there a reason for the Void Bastards?
1: Probably. Yeah. Probably find that out as you play it. No, you got to go. You got. Is it coming out on to... Switch? Don't think so. I'm not interested. Um, is it coming on PS4. It's out on PS4 and Xbox One. I'm not interested. I think it's on PS4. It's not on Switch. It's definitely on Xbox One. Yeah, but um, coming on Switch. I don't know. It's on the Xbox um games on games on demand thing is it? Yeah. Yeah, game pass whatever it is. I'm pretty sure it's on there. I'm sure them. someone told it, said it was they download it from there. I won't play them. Um but yeah, it's it's probably good. The art style is like really nice comic booky art style. It looks like 13 but yeah. done yeah, properly. But, a, but, but, but done well. It's got like a 2000-ish comic book style. The only thing that's bothering me, one thing that's really bothering me, British humor, British accents, British everything. But on the title screen it looks like a comic book. There's a the value of the comic is written with a dollar sign next to it. And that bothers me. Yeah, because if it's supposed to be British, it's called Void Bastards, then it should be pound symbol.
0: Yeah, I'm more annoyed. I'm more annoyed they didn't bring David Duchovny back.
1: No, they're bringing out 13 soon. It's getting a HD remaster. Is it really? Yeah. Way. It's out in um like August or something like that. It's so not far off. When are they going to do the Area 51 HD remaster so I can play that again? What well, the light gun game or the, um, the David Duchovny one where he sounds yeah, David bored DeCoffney the whole
0: one. way through? Yeah. It. Oh my god, idiot.
1: Oh oh. It's Marilyn Manson's the big grey alien. This is when he left X Files for a little while, wasn't it? Yeah. And he's still stuck dealing with aliens. He's still stuck doing alien game. games. Yeah, he said, "Why can't I just do more Red Shoe Diary stuff?" <laughs> yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. Poor yeah. guy. But um, for B stars, I'm liking the sense of humour. It's very, very bottom ish in places. Yeah, it it, like, it makes me feel like a bunch of characters Rick Mel and Aide Edmondson would have come if they've been stuck in space and you're dealing with them. By shooting them in the face um, There's some clever ways You can interact with stuff Like you get the tourists That explode But you know you get them near a turret And blast them And they'll blow up the turret As they go oh. um, There's a weapon you can get Called the cluster flak Which is a bunch of um, Drink cans That you throw into a room And they start exploding And bouncing off the walls And stuff oh, cool. So you can lock an enemy In a room throw it through a window And like you know Let them get blown to pieces Yeah oh, That's cool cluster It's flak. like a flak cannon Yeah It's yeah. called a cluster flak Yeah Um. Yeah Oh, good stuff! Yeah, good times. Yeah, 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 good, yeah, great, 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 good yeah, times, yeah, good, times, yeah, good, times yeah. good times, good times. Cheers, prof yeah. um, I, I just haven't died properly yet. I've, you died in a tutorial. It fixes sets you up to die in the tutorial. Yeah, even comes up on a load scene. Don't worry, the game expected you to die. But um, yeah, it's just um, I just need to. I'm too good at it. So. Yeah, you clearly. Are. Yeah, so good.
0: Yeah. All right, is that your review?
1: Yeah, sure. Why not? Fuck it. Whatever. So cash. So catch so
0: cool, mm. like the French New Wave. Like, like oh, I don't
1: care. Francois Truffaut. Yeah. Or Jean-Michel Jarre. I can't remember the French Wave directors. Jean-Michel
0: Jarre
1: was one. No, Jean-Michel Jarre's the guy from in, friggin' Industrial Light Orchestra. No, Jean-Michel oh, one.
0: jean Eric Banner.
1: You got Eric Banner. Yeah, Eric
0: Banner. Yeah, yeah. You got Eric Banner. You got uh,
1: Marion Cotillard. Right, <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> cut the lard cut the lard yeah okay, cut I lard. hello
0: love I'll have a page please. Yeah. alright okay <laughs> can you not yawn into That'd the t- sorry I'm so sorry I'm so sorry if you didn't get that and yawn I was saying I'm sorry again alright I'm not going to review the Game of Friends finale because you
1: know fuck it it was bad it was bad wasn't it I didn't watch it I don't care Game it was friends. bad
0: So, uh, so I'm not going to review that I'm going to review season one of the Twilight Zone
1: yeah. What? yeah. what? Yeah. What? Did I, I didn't watch it? You didn't watch it? <laughs> of course not. <laughs> Alright. Well, I only have time to watch Tokusatsu shows now. Okay.
0: okay Alright. Well. Okay. So, uh, I'm going to talk about, I, uh, I'm, 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 I'm going to talk about the Twilight Zone. So, um. It's weird. I, I was always more of an outer limits kid back in the day. Um. The thing is that you had a bunch of anthology series, didn't you? So you had different B-Rise of
1: Anthology series.
0: No, Amazing Stories was Mm.
1: Amazing Stories. Yeah, Yeah.
0: do you remember Amazing Stories? It always went for me. It was always Tales from the Crypt, The Hour Limits, and then Twilight Zone, and then Amazing Stories. That was always the way that I watched. I didn't. I didn't ever watch Tales from the Dark Side because we didn't have it in the UK, really. So I just, that was how I watched them. Tales from the Crypt was always the best. Animated Twilight or original.
1: Zone. Twilight Zone's the best.
0: 50s one, yeah, probably. But say. the only,
1: the only real, uh, oh God. We're going to form a sentence together. I
0: am going to form a sentence. I'm fucking yawning. I'm making all these weird, clearly cloudy, cloudy noises. I've been training too much. I've got 100k next week. And I'm scared. I'm worried. Oh, just, oh, let me just, let me just recompose. Scale of it. All right. Back in the room. So Twilight Zone was always the black and white series. I didn't really get a chance to watch it when I was a kid. My dad wasn't interested, so I never really watched it. I did watch Star Trek a little bit back then. Um, but the only real interaction I had with the Twilight Zone back then was the film. You know, the one in which two people died. Three people died. Three people died, three people died including a kid. Yeah. Two kids. Two kids. Um, which is fucking dark. Um, mm. The the film is not bad. It's not really worth three lives.
1: It's only one part of it.
0: Yeah, I know. It's the part I with the guys it, really. in the war camp, isn't it?
1: No, no, it's a guy where he, there's like a whole Vietnam thing like, yeah, yeah, yeah. he like imagines he's, he's in Vietnam. Basically, yeah. Where he, he gets transported to not transport, I I He says some racist the 90s, shit man. He says some racist yeah. shit and ends up on a train. Yeah. So the new What's series the, heck, the new series is a bit more woke. I bumped into John Landis once. Did you? Yeah, I was walking around a comic con literally like, literally bumped into him and I was like, Oh shit, it's John Landis. Oh what I should ask him something, he's right next to me. Yeah. What what shall I ask him about? And then all I could remember that he made was friggin' uh, was Twilight Zone. And I was like, No, no, he made what's the other friggin' film and by the time he was about twenty foot away, I was like, American werewolf in London, fucking hell. Yeah. Like You didn't you didn't turn to him and say, How many times do you have to wash your hands to get the blood off? Yeah. It wasn't his fault. The stunt safety copter guy said, Yeah, yeah, I can totally do this stunt. Yeah. yeah back in the days when they were cowboys man fucking bad wasn't it
0: yeah. anyway so uh, the new series is a bit more woke it's got some new themes got some new interesting ideas I uh, I didn't mind it a lot of people have complained because some of the themes of it have been a bit on the nose to say the least
1: really? on toilet? yeah, yeah. Um, are they the same people who think Black Mirror is the height of uh, probably they're <laughs>
0: probably the exact same fucking people um, but there's a few episodes I'm going to talk about more specifically than others because they point out like they're both they're both flawed in a way that that sort of is a tell on the series, and they're and they're clearing the way that they um, clearing the messages they're trying to portray. So the first is a remake of um, of um, Terror at Thirty Thousand Feet, but it's like Terror at some stupid number feet because it's the future.
1: And William Shatner or John Lithgow? No, what?
0: no, neither of them are in it. If it's Adam Scott, um, who plays a nervous flyer who's just recently published a book. Um, he gets on the plane and he finds a small MP3 player that basically um, goes through a a mystery, and the mystery is what happened to a server flight on a certain day. And it's the flight he's on, and he inadvertently causes the plane to the plane to crash. So he is actually the cause of it through a bunch of actions. I'm not going to spoil what the bunch of actions are, but they kind of tell that. From was there something
1: on the wing? No, was um, not no, remake. no. It's
0: completely. It's it. it it's titled the same it's got a similar setup but that's what this is about they change it up a little bit so just change up a little bit um and and it is really interesting adam scott's good the problem is that it doesn't um it's not it's it's just it's not enough you know i can see what they're trying to do the consumption of media how we portray media and how we act in life that can cause you know it can cause us to become self-fulfilling prophecies fine great that's a nice simple message you know, some people do need to be told that. I don't think that they really do because, you know, it's not great. Um, but, you know, it's watchable. That's the kind of the thing that, uh, that runs through the entirety of this is that it's watchable. Um, the next episode is Not All Men. Basically, um, a woman is on a date with a co-worker. A rock flies down, a meteorite flies down and it releases this weird red goo. The guy that she's with touches it and suddenly becomes aggressive. Um, and then... The next day, people are people are finding more and more bits of this moon rock all over the place. Turns out men are kind of drawn to it, and it increases their it increases their violence. They they become very violent individuals, and they start acting out and just being just awful. They like start killing people, and you know some of them put chains through these rocks and they start swinging them like maces and killing each other. It becomes this weird thing, um, and and at the end, it turns out that if you choose not to be a violent asshole, you just you're fine. No. Even if you come in contact with the rocks, you're fine. All the people that were like, they're people doing shots of rocks in them and it turns the water red or it turns the alcohol red. And they're doing shots and it like boosts them up and makes them all look good. Why would so you so ever strong? drink rocks, rocks? I don't know. It's just one of those weird things like people following trends and obviously the rocks are meant to be like tweets and shit like that. It's people just drowning and all that shit. And they decide to just go along with it violent assholes. Um, and the two women, the two maiden women, one of them is Zoe Kazan. She's really, really good. She plays a good main character. She's very, um, she's very interesting to watch. And it's just, the whole thing's again, it's very on the nose. You know, the ending in particular, um, the woman, the two women that survived their sisters and one of them has a kid. And when they find the kid, he's like, he's like, Oh, I just chose not to drink the rock and I uh, didn't become an arsehole. And they're like, Oh. So these guys just chose, and there's loads of nice guys in it. And throughout of it, they're all acting up, and they're all acting like assholes. And it's like you're like, oh god, it's affecting all the men. And it turns out, no, it's not. Just the people that choose to embrace that shit. Yeah, fine, whatever. There's one in which John Cho plays a uh, plays a John uh, Choed. John Choed. There's one in which John Cho plays like a um, a failed political running, uh, a, a, you know, campaign leader, um, and he he fails at like a campaign that's apparently just the easiest to win in the world and it makes him sort of a dropout and then he finds out about this kid who has a YouTube channel with loads of followers because he plays video games and he does a little video in which he says that you know he should be president and all this other stuff and eventually he does get elected and it all goes wrong.
1: Oh no. Yeah.
0: Um And again the kid is a social media star so clearly they're saying the president's a fucking child. He is. He's a child and he's a pedophile but you know not everyone needs to be told that through the Twilight Zone. I don't think the people that are watching the Twilight Zone are people that need to be told these things. They which won't is...
1: watch it because it's an SJW show now.
0: But no, but that's the thing. Like, I don't think the people that say SJW or the people that are in the cells and call people chads and all that shit. I don't think they're watching the Twilight, sh- Twilight Zone. I don't think they used to watch the Twilight Zone because it's always been political. It's always been like this. Any other shows
1: about big beefy men?
0: Yeah, I don't. I don't think the people that they these messages are for are the ones watching the Twilight they Zone. They watch
1: Ninja Warrior.
0: They watch some shit. I like watching Ninja Warrior, there's nothing wrong with watching Ninja Warrior. They like Warrior. watching
1: Ninja Warrior and going, Oh look at Stephen Amell's abs. Yeah, Stephen
0: Amell. He's a hot man. Wow. A hot man. Um but yeah. So sweaty? <laughs> he does. Yeah, super sweaty. But um it's just it's I, I that's my problem. That's my major problem, is they're very on the nose messages. Um and I just I don't think most of us need these like I think the intelligent
1: people that yeah. what to being on the nose, when Black Mirror exists.
0: Well, at least Black Mirror kind of like has a plot wrapped around those. Black it's Mirror not just every the episode message.
1: is like person picks up a piece of technology. Technology's
0: bad. That's not every episode of Black Mirror.
1: Have it's like ninety percent of, of the episodes How many of Black have you Mirror. Watched? It's like freaking, Oh, you got this social media yeah, app, but, but no, it's but, taking your soul. But, no,
0: but okay. Name an episode in which that specifically happens.
1: Every episode.
0: Have you ever watched Black Mirror?
1: <laughs> it's the one where they're like, oh, we do a video game and it's bad. What, the one where the guy puts the thing in? Probably, whatever. Fucking the guy, Have you actually watched that episode? i have asked to watch Black Mirror. So you've never watched it and you've made this
0: judgment of a program. Yeah. You've completely written off a program based on your yeah, own. Yeah, but
1: if I watch it, I'd waste hours.
0: No, because some of them are quite good. Black Mirror is a good program i just say, stay away from the anthology one towards the back end of the as fifth as season. Powering, San, Gian- San Junipero is a really good episode. It's just about... Not all of them are about the dangers of, of fucking technology. Some of them are genuine, like... There's one in which a kid's on his computer watching kiddie porn, and he gets a virus, and it's one of those ones, you know, like, where... It's technology. It's just, it's just an extreme version of the shit that happens in real life. Yeah. It's not like... It's just a a thing that says, "Oh, if you want if you want us not to release the fact that you've been watching kiddie porn, then just you have to go to this place." And he goes to the place, and it just escalates over and it's someone fucking with him because he is a pedophile. Yeah. like there's stuff like White Bear in which a woman and her boyfriend kidnapped a little girl and they murdered and raped her and they filmed the whole thing and it got out and she's put into this camp where every night her memories erased and she wakes up terrified as people chase her with shotguns. And it's just about punishing people. Like, yeah. it's not all... It's not all as on the nose well, as you... shouldn't be... have videoed it. No, but it's not all as on the nose as you think it is. I think you mm. probably would enjoy Black Mirror, but there are episodes to avoid. Stuff like the social media one you, you mentioned, that's so on the nose and so shit. But Bryce Dallas Howard is really good at just losing yeah, her mind.
1: None of them involve people in spandex punching giant monsters, so... It... How can I watch it?
0: All this time I've assumed you've at least watched an episode of Black Mirror For you to be, watch, be so judgmental about it And I have I have gone on that That's No, you aren't allowed to make those judgments of it anymore You haven't watched any of it
1: You haven't watched any Power Rangers I
0: have watched a fuck ton of Power Rangers I was a kid in the 90s Were you though? Yeah, I wouldn't see the film in Were the you cinema though? Yeah. Did you though? Yes
1: Were you though? Yes were
0: you there? I even had Ivan news I got out on my nan's carpet. Would not come out. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I...
1: Japs Ivan
0: <laughs> But Twilight Zone isn't as good as Black Mirror. I think the problem is that it's just it, it's just shy of being... It's just shy of elevating itself to that point. It's, it's making the messages too clear. And it's not making the stories... It's not writing stories and then the technology around those stories being either either hindrance or you know or helpful it's just sort of being like look look men are bad but they choose to be bad it's not all men fine i knew that i'm a human being who makes choices every day i don't if i go and punch a guy in the face i don't blame that guy for me punching him in the face i've just punched a person in the face i've made that decision actively in my life which makes me someone who is affecting someone else's life in a negative way and makes me an arsehole. Do like easy. punching
1: random people in the face?
0: It's happy snapping. I got really into it. I invested. Yeah. I put money in. If it comes back, I make quite a lot of money. You know, so fingers crossed. But yeah, it, it's just it's just too on the nose. But it looks really good. It's well produced. The actors are great. Uh, Jordan Peele is, is clearly relishing in this. Yeah. I just wish that, you know, maybe the script's just a bit tighter. Maybe the there's just there's something missing.
1: Dylan is just executive producing. Yeah, but he's in every episode. Yeah, he does the introduction. Yeah, but he's the Rod he's, Serling.
0: Yeah, I know he's the Rod Serling character, and it is quite clear that he is producing. Like, it's not yeah. like that's a completely passive job. Uh, a producer is like it's it's like a stage. Well, it's, it's there's like,
1: producers known there's the people who actually do all the producing. Yeah, there's there's yeah.
0: two types of producers I do say this to people like there's the financial producers that are people getting people on mm. board to spend money on this. And then there's people that are on set every day going like, can we have more of this? Can we have more of that? What's this doing? Can we look at that? Yeah. There are two types of producers in the world. We know this.
1: There's the ones who do plays about uh, Hitler. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Springtime Um, for Hitler. And Germany. Uh, But yeah, all in all, it's just, it's not as good as I wanted it to be. There are some good episodes, but.
1: Well, they should just go back and redo it, shouldn't they? To satisfy you. No.
0: They should keep doing it. I hope this continues, but it's just, I don't think this is going to reach the people
1: that they should. do those another messages. series based on War of the Worlds. That's yeah, what I used Tom to watch Cruise when I was a kid. He used Tom to put Cruise on back. ITV late at night, Twilight yeah, so Zone. Get Tom Cruise back. No, no, no. The 90s, 90s when you used to put on ITV and there was the Goku. Twilight Zone.
0: You can't run off like that, Goku, and Dakota Fanning, and Tim Robbins in a basement.
1: It was Ogilvy.
0: Ogilvy, yes. Yeah, that was
1: his name. Yes, it was. It's actually a good film, that. People really harsh mm. on the War of the Worlds. It's a mm. fucking, fucking mm. good film. Good. Yes. Good. You just all get upset because you don't like Tom Cruise. Good. You it's not great. The great best parts system. of
0: that film, the best parts of that film are the first, like, well, I say, skip the first 15 minutes, then the aliens arrive, about half an hour of fun, and then this kid runs over a hill that explodes. And then comes back an hour later.
1: Because he's fucking Goku. Spoilers. He, he, he went just, off to he do was doing doing Dragon a Ball a, 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 a And then he's like, Dad, I'm back. Yeah. When he runs over that hill, you stop watching he's and you watch Super Dragon Saiyan. Ball Evolution. He's gone Super Saiyan. Good old Justin Chat one. Yeah. Oh, I remember his name. Who played you. Piccolo in Dragon Ball Evolution? <laughs> James, <laughs> James <laughs> Yeah, James Masters. Masters, sorry. Yeah, not James Marsden. That's Cyclops. James Masters No he's not Spike.
0: Cyclops He's Sonic's best friend You yeah. cunt <laughs>
1: He's that Easter Bunny's best friend <laughs>
0: He's also the Easter Bunny He is the Easter Bunny By the end of the film Is he? Oh yeah. god Have you not seen Hop? No Why What are you, you doing All this judging for? I'm Why gonna... do you stop judging On stuff You bloody judger I ain't gonna watch Hop You have to watch the films To judge them I'm calling That's you not out what now. they say On the internet This is what Gamergate was all about <laughs>
1: I will say on the internet, they all decide films are bad before they come No, out. they
0: have to watch them. I watch everything.
1: They're currently all upset because um, Rotten Tomatoes won't let you put a verified review down unless you've got a proof of ticket. So, you have to have, you have to have, um, and right now, because it's only just started, you have to have bought it through Fandango. But they're going to make it so that you can just, like, scan your ticket and use the code from it or whatever, because sure. the tickets will have codes on them. Yeah. But um, they're all upset about that. Why? Because they won't be able to review Bob oh, Captain Marvel oh, anymore. But oh, we'll oh, obviously, the film upset people. You
0: poor cunts. Yeah. Oh, I'm so They still sure. won't shut up
1: about Captain Marvel.
0: I know, because they're fucking idiots, aren't
1: I they? I saw someone moaning about Laura Dern the other day for Captain Holdo in.
0: She had a purpose. It was suicide, but suicide has a purpose sometimes. Oh, fucking incels, man!
1: No, I that's can't. the whole problem. No wonder.
0: Yeah, have you seen that? There's like a rise in people getting facial plastic surgery, so all these incels are going to get their faces sorted out.
1: Fucking, well, at least you can identify them easier because they'll all look, <laughs> they'll like,
0: look like fucking SpongeBob SquarePants,
1: like fucking Ken dolls you left out in the sun too long. <laughs> Like I, didn't know, preacher guy. I didn't
0: know that I couldn't eat Cheez once I'd had the operations. I thought I was going to be skinny forever. No cheese Nips. <laughs> but cheese Nips. Ma! Ma! <laughs> My tummy hurts. Give me, tear tots. <laughs> I've been on Twitter for two hours and I got banged because I called someone a cunt. Mm. I love the fact that all the conservative pundits are like, hey, you can't ban us. We didn't do anything the left didn't do. And then you, like, go through the history and it's just all rape threats and racist jokes. It's like, oh, I don't think the left do that. Do they? Mm-hmm. Let's just double check. No, there's no racism. There's no... Oh, look, no, there's no death threats. There's quite a lot of racism threat. everywhere. Yeah, but mostly on the right, isn't it?
1: Mm.
0: It's all of them. I still stand by the fact that if if at any point you've gone, my political opinion is that I think I should subjugate people based on the colour the skin or their sexuality...
1: No, no, they're, you don't say that. You use terms, yeah, but to hide just that you cunts, want to not they
0: that. Look at all these people that like say they're how religious. Turf's say,
1: how turfs are gender critical now?
0: Ugh. Look What's fucking wrong with people? Like, why can't they just let people be? I don't know, man. I don't get it. I just don't get it. Like, and then they go like, "Oh, but think about the children." It's like, yeah, but you don't. That's you have true. people having kids they don't want to have. You banned abortion. You've made it so that incest and rape is fine. They can have rights to see their kids apparently now. Mm. Well, that's at least something that people are discussing. So
1: there's that woman who was raped in prison, and she can't get an abortion for her baby, and she's yeah. on death row. <laughs>
0: so I mean, one way or another, a kids getting killed.
1: No, no, no she's going to have the baby, and then she they're has gonna to put have her, the baby, and then put in the, and then they're going to put on death America, row. America,
0: right? Yeah, fucking cunts, idiots, yeah. morons, a lot of them. Fucking they stupid. reckon
1: someone sent sp- the the prison tell says that. Oh no, someone sent spunk on a sponge through the poster. Oh my god. Yeah. Are you fucking kidding me? That's what they say.
0: Basic biology. Yeah. Why is it that science is the enemy no, no, now? No, no one there raped her. Why is it science is the enemy now? Is yeah. it because religion's stupid and yeah. people are realising religion's stupid so all the religious people are getting more tightly wound? Or is it just the fact that America is full of dumb shit, hick cunts?
1: Hopefully they realise it's their last days.
0: Fucking idiots. You ban abortion, what the fuck is wrong with you? And when you turn around and you say it's because you're trying to save babies' lives, you're not. Right? You're not. And when you're trying to fight for rights for people, look. if It's a woman... okay to
1: um, terminate a fetus if it's born. It's a test tube for a baby, like a yeah, yeah. Oh,
0: apparently, it's fine for you to put kids on the border and kill them. A kid can die of flu at the border in America, and you can't have a fucking abortion. Mm. And yet, no one's held accountable for that shit. Kids get shot every fucking day in America, and who bans guns? No one, but you're banning abortions because fucking fetuses die. Do you yeah. know the term the, the definition of the term Fetus is literally An unborn thing
1: Yeah
0: Right So it's not a kid It is an unborn Mass of cells If you are so fucking Upset about fetuses Then why haven't The fucking sales In eggs dropped You know What is no. wrong With these fucking eggs. people Idiots Morons Could go Fucking for stupid
1: egg. Can I have an egg This is the Donald Trump crew Can you go get me an egg Yeah of course Order me an egg I'll order you one Yeah order me an egg Just egg Yeah just egg <laughs> Go with your fucking review. One egg.
0: (laughs) Seven pound delivery. Boiled. How big's this egg? Ostrich.
1: I would eat a boiled ostrich egg. Would you? I would fucking go to town on that. You could try. Fucking go for it. Um, That's a lot of protein?
0: Alright, yeah. uh, No, probably more cholesterol than protein in an ostrich egg. (laughs) Oh, sweet. More cholesterol and fat
1: than anything else. Yeah, sweet. I'm going to butter it. Yeah. Butter my egg. Um, What shall I review next? I know.
0: Uh, is it your third review? Yeah.
1: Okay. Um, well, okay, all these shows finished in one go, so we're going to treat them as one thing, because they basically are uh, DC Universe TV shows, those ones. Okay. So Arrow, Flash, Supergirl. Doom Patrol? Legends of Tomorrow. Doom, Doom Patrol? No, they're not part of it. They're on their own thing on the website. Are webs- they actually not part of it? No, they're all on their own website, aren't they? They've even got characters cropping up from one and the other, different shows, yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, um, this this year... They did their big old Arrow, Flash, Supergirl, Legends of Tomorrow thing. Legends of Tomorrow's kind of kept to its own devices. Didn't really cross over with the other shows at all, really. You know, usually there's a couple of little links and they do the crossover event, but they didn't do that this year. They even commented on it later in the series when they uh, need the help of the other superheroes to get a theme park set up, and the other superheroes won't do it because um, they didn't take part in this the crossover. <laughs> like, yeah, we should have done the crossover. Um... But yeah, a weird thing with this series is that every single one of them seemed to have the same issue in that they weren't really sure who their main villains were, it seemed, mm. for the whole series. Like, it actually felt a bit like Japanese shows where they kind of change up the villain in the last minute in Power Rangers and Super Sentai and stuff. Um, they kind of... Like, Flash had Cicada, and then partway through the series, suddenly we've got a different Cicada. And it's like, you know, it's a plot twist, different Cicada. But then you get to the finale and Cicada's not really the bad guy mastermind behind the whole thing. Someone else is. So you get a different finale, a different villain for the finale. So it just feels a bit disjointed. And Arrow did the whole thing where they had, uh, you know, the dragon, Mm -hmm. what's-his-face, and halfway through the series he dies. And it turns out another character is the villain for it. So it's like, they all did this. Um, Supergirl, as well, had a whole setup with Agent of Liberty being the villain, then partway through the series, Lex Luthor turns up. Yeah. Um, John Cryer doing basically like seven episodes work. They use him sparingly throughout the second half of the series, and then build up towards the finale. He actually has a whole episode to himself, which was pretty cool. Um, I actually quite like John Cryer's Lex Luthor. Yeah, kind of weird. I've heard good things. Because the thing is, it's like if he wants to turn on the charm and he wants to be come across as like a nice person, John Cryer can come across like a nice person. You know, he's he can be he can come across as that inoffensive, plain, regular guy quite easily because he's mm. John friggin' Crier. Yeah, that's his whole shtick but then he turns on the evil and he does it really well like he comes across as you see what he did to end up in prison beforehand it's literally like uh, trying to like he turned the sun red like he fucked with the sun and turned it red so all the powers went in Metropolis and <laughs> he unleashed a terrorist attack on the whole city it's like nice. Jesus Christ dude um, and his whole thing he's been manipulating people from the start but all, all the enemy all the ones where they've like switched out the villain at the end there has been threads leading towards it but it does feel like the series doesn't have that direction through it yeah because you feel like you're dealing with one villain then it switches and it's a bit weird um, Arrow I quite like that Arrow's keeping more grounded these days than it had been because there was a couple of series when they were getting really heavy into magic and mysticism and stuff yeah which was kind of fun but also it was them doing Batman stuff wasn't yeah. it they they were doing Rachel Gould. well the new stuff
0: um, now isn't it they're now
1: they're going forward in time there's events happening. flash forwards it's going to be a crisis oh okay Yeah, but um, next series of Arrow is only going to be like eight episodes long or something like it's that it's the last one isn't yeah. it because um, what is it I think they're going to do the eight episodes of Arrow and then carry on with Legends of Tomorrow straight from when that ends to fill out the rest of the series you know space on the schedules but um, yeah it's just uh, I like it that they've kept Arrow to its own crime drama stuff Flash is really concentrating on being super powered characters and stuff Legends of Tomorrow is just frigging, it's, it's Batman, the 60s Batman series, but with okay. a modern budget, it's like, yeah. it's camp and silly and, you know, a bit over the top, and then they've managed to work Constantine in there quite well, quite like that. I like um,
0: Constantine in it, I don't think, I think he was a bit stilted the way he was introduced.
1: Who cares, he was introduced last year.
0: But, oh, was it last yeah, year yeah, that he yeah. joined, sorry. But well,
1: technically he joined in Arrow in season three. I'm a bit four. behind when it comes to these, I am all over yeah. the place. Um, but um, they've done good with Constantine, they sent him to hell, got to run yeah. around hell for a little while. Uh, you know, that's nice. And the main villain was one that can deal with Constantine. It's Neron. So it's a bit of a Constantine thing. Um, I would like to see him do a proper new Constantine series, but. Yeah, that one they did before wasn't great. It's alright. It was alright, but just. He's good. He's a good Constantine. He he's a good Constantine, it. yeah. He's done the voice acting a bunch in anime yeah, films yes, and yeah. stuff, hasn't he? He's yeah. just jumped into it.
0: Well, I mean, it's one of those things, isn't it? You, you either take it as he's a guy who just loves the character and he wants to get involved. Or it's someone who sees this as an opportunity to make a lot of money if they just jump into it and get involved. But I think that he's Matt Reeves. Yeah, Um, I think he's done loads of like he's done loads of like um, campaigning and shit for the part, hasn't he? Like when it went down. So I think he does have some passion for the character. Keanu Reeves has come back to say that he might be interested in playing the character again, though.
1: No, Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah, that film wasn't that bad.
1: It wasn't Constantine, no.
0: No, it wasn't. But it wasn't that bad. There's a
1: constant thing in that film where it's like, Constantine smokes. So he's a bit edgy. Yeah. And it's like, oh, dear, no. But like, like, he, he's not, like, in, in the Constantine film, they never depict him as being anything other than heroic. They just make sure that every now and again he's got a cigarette or he says something a bit nasty. And he's never, like, actually a bastard. And the core thing of Constantine is that he will avoid helping someone and he will happily just fuck them over if he's going to get something out of it. But you know, there's always that part where he gets tugged back to being doing something good in the end. Well, yeah, they kind of had that. Yeah, but the film didn't really m- do much with it. He was constantly just like helping people away. No, they mentioned way.
0: they mentioned loads of shit. Then they're like, yeah. so "Why do you reason? Why do you think the reason we're out is?" and stuff like that. They hint at him doing stuff that's caused. The yeah, but he never. Yeah, nothing ever happens. It's like yeah. the
1: first thing he does is heroically save someone from a demonic yeah, but, possession.
0: Yeah, but he says like, "That's the first one I have saved." Mm. They're getting mm. more aggressive, but mm. you know, he doesn't. I think the key is that a lot of what they were they should have done was in subtext and in small conversations in that film. It should have been more to the forefront like, Why'd you save the girl like there was a paycheck I needed to make rent? Mm. You know, why'd you do this? Oh, because they had this and I wanted that.
1: Constantine the thing is you should always be making the wrong decisions at times. You should always be
0: making the wrong decisions and always be trying to get Until something.
1: Till the last minute. Mm. Yeah, because there's like a whole thing in Legend of Tomorrow where he has to go after Ray's soul in hell when they present him with another character who's um he had ax had ended up being sent to hell in the past when she was a child. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that was that was mentioned the little girl. in the yeah. series, yeah. Yeah, and he ends up picking her, but stuff goes wrong. Like even though yeah. he knows he needs to get Ray to save the day, he picks her over Ray. And it's like yeah, so you know he's gonna pick the wrong thing at some point and still pull it back in the end. Yeah. Um there's also good stuff. Nora Dark's been quite fun in the series.
0: Yeah, she's a good guy now. Yeah.
1: They, like, treat her as a... They have a book, book club and stuff, treat her as one of the girls. Yeah. And she's like, it's quite good because that's the whole thing with Nora Dark is that, you know, when you have her in the last series, her whole thing was that she was basically a child who'd been brainwashed by her dad and corrupted and was desperate for his approval so she did evil things. Yeah. But really, she just wanted friends. And the good she did was because Ray was nice to her and she does good things because Ray was... Yeah. You know, got her to... You know, he... Interacted with her when she was younger And made her realise Maybe there is the odd nice person out there And in this one She ends up being a fairy godmother <laughs> She gets tricked into being a fairy godmother So she's running around hell In a fairy godmother's blue dress Oh nice <laughs> just, Yeah Like the full big puffy shoulders and everything um, That's the thing It just leans into silliness all the time um, And they do come up with some new characters for it Which is quite neat Like Ava and Mona Yeah like, They're all new stuff Um but yeah, these series have been these series have been pretty decent. I like the deep cuts and references they've been doing, like in the future segments in Arrow, because the whole series has been having flash forwards to a future thing that's going on, which all ties back to the current series. Um they um referenced the Zeta Project a whole bunch, which is an obscure um series. Do you remember when um, Justice League Unlimited and Static Shocks were on? There was Zeta Project, which was a cartoon about a robot who was designed to be a like a hunter killer robot thing. Yes. And he goes good. Yeah and they reference that a lot, but in this it's like Zeta's like a program that um, people have the cybernetic implants these guards and it'll let them be more efficient attackers and it boosts their strength and stuff like that yeah so they use it in like a sort of cybernetic enhancement way but um, yeah it's been decent series this year I think they've been fun people always complain about them and I always find the complaints whenever they level at these it's weird. It always seems to be the female characters they don't like. They never like. It's just fucking people yeah. being cunts on the internet. You just go through the comments and it's always, oh, "I hate Felicity," "I hate friggin' Iris yeah. West." Um, they don't like uh, the daughter Nora. Is it Nora Allen West? Yeah, There's yeah. two Noras in this show. This in the shows this year. Yeah, there are <laughs> Nora Dark and Nora Allen. Yeah, West. just it's the same shit, isn't it? It's yeah, I'm liking you know, friggin' what's his face. He does uh, elastic man Yeah, he's been really um, good. Ralph, Ralph Digby. Yeah. yeah, he's really good in it.
0: He has been. He was really good last season. He was kind of the highlight to the whole thinker season. Even though I wanted yeah. the thinker season to be better, he was kind of the highlight. I like the thinker. Um, yeah, it, the problem is that these shows with anything like, if your character isn't the best, then then and a woman character is powerful, then they have to jump in and
1: be fucking. Think, about it. One thing with these shows, they show the limit of that. Because oh, the format of these shows is very much still in the 90s. Yeah. 20 some odd episodes of TV series, stories, series long arc type thing. Yeah. And that doesn't work so well nowadays. People no. want shorter series that are more in depth stories and stuff like that. I wouldn't
0: that. mind it if they did just six episodes and they treated it like, an, yeah. like a six issue run.
1: Well, like Legends of Tomorrow only goes for like 16 episodes a series, so it's a lot shorter. But do that with all the shows. Shorten them down a little bit. Get rid of some of the side stories. Yeah. Maybe do two. Trim the fat. Do two. Two story arcs per season, so I have twelve episodes. Two story arcs. So well, Agents of Shield last year did that, didn't they? they yeah, the last couple of years actually, they've done that neat thing where they've like halfway through change it up. Yeah, but they still keep elements from the previous one. Yeah. And it drilled through and all that. The Ghost Rider arc in Agents of Shield, was I love fantastic. the Ghost Rider shit and the hole Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it was it was good. good. Um, new series has started now, and anyway. I've watched one episode so far. I've any of
0: it. I haven't watched any of it since the um, past future. They made
1: zero reference to the snap. Really? Even though in the last series they mentioned some big attack going on, Thanos has turned up in Edinburgh in the last few minutes of the show. Yeah. So they make up the finale that's happening that was going to destroy the whole world was happening at the same time as Thanos was going on. Oh. This right. series has carried on as though nothing happened. Oh. So, <laughs> yeah. Fussy. Um. But yeah. Um. Yeah. This year's DC stuff. It's it's been solid solid shits. Well, it's really interesting
0: because so is the stuff online. Doom Patrol mm. was like. A pretty solid show it got the whole
1: Her Doom Patrol's fucking hilarious it's not place. funny
0: like I think people uh, I, I can see that, that people might find it funny but it's not clever funny or it's not mm. like it's just like people saying what the fuck is this oh my god look at that it's not mm. really they had a really good um,
1: you yeah, know April Bowlby's in that yeah yeah, I don't know who, who that is April Bowlby was in Two and a Half Men she was Alan's wife in Two and a Half Men John oh, Cry's wife I don't know about that I don't watch Two and a Half Men you watch Two and a Half Men but you don't watch Black Mirror I used to watch Two and a Half Men all the time because it was on in the mornings before I went to work. Okay. So
0: Excuses made all over the joint Man. today. aren't they? I
1: stopped watching when Charlie Sheen left, though. Oh. I didn't watch the Ashton Kutcher years. I'm glad. I'm
0: glad you've got integrity. Yeah, to support a yeah. drugged up madman who may have given people AIDS without telling them that he could potentially have
1: locked a porn actress in. Yeah, a cupboard. A fucking psychopath.
0: Um, okay, well, uh, yeah, no, loved Doom him Patrol. in Wall Street. Doom Patrol, yeah, it was alright. Uh, Doom Patrol was okay. It was it was good. I didn't see the humour in it. I was more interested in how weird it was. You would like, watch Brendan
1: Fraser. Yeah, kind of. And Timothy Dalton.
0: but Yeah, I like how weird it was. It wasn't, I don't I, I don't know why people would say it was hilarious, because it just wasn't. It just, you'd watch it and you'd be like, okay, it's kind of fun. It's kind of wacky, but it's not funny. Like, there's no real jokes to it. Yeah. That's the weird thing. I don't know why people would call it funny. But it's just mostly Are you in your
1: weird. last review now?
0: Uh, no, not yet. no, yeah, uh, no. My last review this week is going to be Layers of Fear Two. It's going to be Godzilla. No, yours is going to be Godzilla.
1: Well, when am I supposed to review? Power Rangers Super Mega Force next week? Oh, for next f- time we do f- this, well, then you're going to have to deal with more Power Rangers. Yeah, it's fine. Don't worry about it. For fuck's sake.
0: Yeah, we'll have a Power Rangers themed episode. I'll tell you what. For the next episode, I will also have Power Rangers no, based content. No, you're to to. no it's okay. fine. We'll do that. We'll have an all Power Rangers, no. all Power Rangers episode. Oh, no, my eyes hurt. All right. Anyway, so dusted my eyes ahead of time. I was given a copy of Layers Fear two to review, and I've played it. I'm on Act three. I finished Act three just a little while ago, so I'm on Act four. I guess I
1: should say. Um, so I provided played. a code by. I was. Oh yeah, good point. If you provide a code, you have to stay it. I do. I do. Everyone- knows you're trustworthy. So nobody knows... That like, you know, like, YouTubers are trustworthy when they get paid millions of pounds to so play Fortnite or some scabs. shit. Was it Ninja was paid millions to play friggin... Apex Legends. Something, yeah.
0: Okay, so, yeah. So thank you to Sam at Bastion Entertainment. Those are the people that... Yeah. Go that sort of Bastion? Or just Bastion? Just Bastion. Um, anyway, so layers of Fear 2. Um, if anyone played the original, it was... Uh. It was a horror game with some puzzle elements. Never played it. Did you do not. No. Uh, so you're a painter who was going mad and you were going through time and you were basically going through your paintings and unearthing the horror to it. Um, it was very staticky horror, but it was more puzzle based. Um, this is a change up. Mm-hmm. So, Layers of Fear 2, you find yourself on a boat. And it's um and you go around and you're with T pain. Yeah, you're on a boat with T Pain and Adam Sandberg. Yeah. No, um you're on a boat and you're searching around, finding clues to because you're you play an amnesiac and you're finding clues to who you are and your history and your past and, and I don't think it's a spoiler to say that you play an actor and you eventually start finding film reels and you and, and part of the puzzles are manipulating images. So you'll have like a slide and you go through the slides and one slide will be a horrific image. And you hold it there and you find out the history and you just, you, you learn backstory and you go through these different scenarios. And, um, and yeah, it's, it's a really fucking beautiful game. It's got a very creepy atmosphere and I really enjoyed playing it. But, um, but there's not really a a much challenge there. (laughs) It's, it's almost a walking simulator. You're
1: supposed to get scared.
0: I didn't really get scared. Challenges.
1: wetting yourself
0: so I played this yeah. pro tip <laughs> sit on the toilet while you play <laughs> coming to Switch um, <laughs> I'm just saying yeah. um, <laughs> no it's um, it is very Elf much tip? a walking it is very much a walking simulator and there's lots of loud whiz bangs crashes
1: and things like that I love whiz pops and whiz bangs. Whiz pops and whiz bangs. Um, Don't let the bubbles go down.
0: Disclaimer: Whilst I played this, I did play it mostly with the lights out, big headphones on. So I was trying to get into the mindset, or not into the mindset. <laughs> I was trying to get into the spirit of the game.
1: And that's because you were trying to stop the people from seeing you that live in the walls.
0: Yeah, that's true. That's true. There are people that live in our walls. We'll get. Let's we'll talk about the dream. We'll I get had. on that next episode. No, no, no. Went on next the Power the one where I episode. Paramount had the
1: frigging where little tiny people lived in the walls. They were like tiny, and they had camera lenses for eyes. And they little hooks, hands, things, and they all lived in the walls, and they were just watching.
0: That's just one of the villains from, from Hellraiser 3.
1: No, it's not. This is an original IP. Hookman man camera eyes. Come into cinemas next year. What's the name of the film company that makes all the, the Conjuring films? Oh, yeah. Bloomhouse. <laughs> House, They don't make yeah. Conjuring, do they? Yeah, they do, yeah. Yeah, they're fine, man. Yeah. Yeah. I thought um,
0: better than that. Anyway, um, Layers of Fear 2. It's very much a walking Country. simulator. The only time where that's all broken up is um, the puzzle elements are that you'll go forward until you can't go forward and then you turn around, there'll be a door. And, you know, the game is great. I was wearing these big headphones. It looks really nice and it, it plays fine and everything's really interesting. It, it's just, it's not the most engaging thing in the world. Um, And the the parts where you are, there are running segments to it now. So before in Layers of Fear 1, there wasn't, you didn't really... Run away from anything, you sort of just hid away. Run away. It was, it was more like amnesia in that sense. No, Do you ever play that? No. Okay. So similar to that, in, in I that sense. Play,
1: oh my god! I don't play. Um, All right, don't fucking games. worry about it. But Layers of Fear Two, no, is, I just accidentally skipped past the Tokyo Gift of Reshef Sentai Kyuja. I
0: don't know what any oh, of those words yeah. mean. So in Layers of Fear Two, um, you have these running segments where you've got this weird monster chasing you, and he's sort of made up of statics, like an. It's almost like an eldritch horror mixed in with old-style stunt dummy and static. Yeah. And that thing chases after you in those segments where you have to close doors and lock doors and, and run away and hide. And, 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 it. you know, that adds a level of engagement to it. But it's just, it's still, it's it's missing something. But the end product is still good. It's still spooky. It still has these moments that stay with you. To give you the spoops. Give you the spoops. There's a really fantastic segment on a on a pirate ship set where every, once everything starts moving, like once the waves start moving, the sound's crashing and it, you get like this weird weird sense that stuff is moving as well, even though it's, you're starting mm. on a boat. The ca- cardboard waves going backwards and forwards and stuff. It looks magnificent. It's just it's a shame that there's not more to do within it. Um, there are multiple endings, so I might give it a go completing it again once I've finished it and seeing if I can get one of the different endings, but... For the most part, I don't know if there's a massive amount of draw for me to go back to this. And
1: then speed on it.
0: Maybe. Uh, anyway, it's a great game. It's made up of great elements. I just think there are a lot of missteps, and maybe it's just not as active as an experience as I was hoping to have. So I'm going to give it a Sam Rockwell.
1: Mm-hmm. Do you remember when he was in Teenage Mutant <laughs> Yeah. Do
0: you remember when he was in uh, Galaxy Quest?
1: Everyone was Galaxy Quest. Yeah.
0: Do you remember Mr. Nobody? What? With Anna Kendrick. What? And Raza.
1: Ah, the wizard. Was that?
0: Do you remember Blue Iguana? No. Who Ben Schwartz? Who is is Ralph? Yeah, I remembered his name. There we go. And your review.
1: Right. So Power Rangers. Yeah. No. But you made me do Godzilla now. Yeah, you can do Godzilla. Godzilla King of the Monsters came out in the cinema. It's all right. Um. Yeah, people reviews, man. So Godzilla King of the Monsters. Like The 2014 film, people moaned that there wasn't enough Godzilla in it, even though there was probably more than most of the Toho films. So,
0: eh hey, shoulder shrug. I like that film
1: quite a bit. Yeah, I think it's fine. Um, everyone's always like, oh, they shouldn't have killed Breaking Bad off, because they killed Breaking Bad guy off. Um, well,
0: yeah, no, I, I did say that. That was my one thing, is that the plot...
1: But he was done. I know his he was plot done. plot was done.
0: But if his son had died and not him, the drive would be to still follow on that. But his son didn't have any reason to follow... The plot that he was going for, he just sort of was like, "Oh, I just
1: carry He's on." Here on. Now. Yeah, but he had to go off and shoot Breaking Bad. Anyway, um, the new film. There's enough monsters. Yeah. There's there's, well, they mentioned seventeen monsters. You don't see seventeen, but you see quite a few. And the thing, like eight, nine, yeah, maybe, maybe briefly. Yeah. But um, the whole thing is is that there some terrorist organisations use this device that can, it's supposed to communicate with the monsters in a certain way using sound waves to controlled them, you know, all that sort of stuff with animals, like like a whale call. Cool. It's actually called the Orca. Yeah. Um and they use it to wake up one of the Titans called Giddera, which seems like an incredibly bad idea. The thing has three heads. That's instantly I do not wake up.
0: Well it's called Monster Zero, isn't it? Yeah,
1: they call it Monster Zero, yeah. Um actually, I was saying Godzilla reference. He came from the planet 0 Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um so anyway. So they wake up Giddera. Giddera basically works like an alpha male of the monsters, they wake up all these other monsters. Gidra wakes them up, so it goes out of their control completely. Their plan is to basically wipe out a whole bunch of the human race and resettle the equilibrium or some shit. Well, no,
0: one of the things S- is that Thanos anywhere the plot. monsters go, because of the radiation that go comes off of their bodies, mm. anything that they destroy immediately, there's a surge in
1: growth and, yeah, 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 and life. The they want to the wipe area. out a whole bunch of shit. To yeah, if the monsters go,
0: they, if the monsters tear everything apart, then there'll be in a a, a environmental
1: boom and everything of radioactive oranges yeah yeah but anyway so Gitter is there and God's just got to punch it yeah so yeah Um, what I loved about this film quite a lot people are moaning like oh human characters aren't too much the human stuff's fine they are far more involved in the friggin' plot and actually they actually cause events to happen Godzilla wouldn't have saved the day if it wasn't for the stuff the humans were doing to help oh, interact Ken with Ken Watanabe yeah not just that other stuff man Ken but Watanabe they are, they are far more involved in the stuff than the humans usually are in Godzilla films oh yeah And um, top of that like it's not the they say oh there's nothing going on with the characters this, this is the simplest fucking metaphor the girl Eleven from Stranger Things mm. is the human race and her parents are the monsters yeah. Arguing and fighting and battling each other. Except for John Chandler, who's a good guy. Yeah, which one? The the, the guy who keeps making... He says he calls Gidder a gonorrhea. Yeah. Um, but yeah, well, it's just... The film's fun. The fight sequences, yeah, they're all in the dark, they're all in the rain, but when I you're trying like, to save money on your CGI, that's how you're going to do it. Yeah, I had a There's couple of... There's a reason like, the T-Rex was in the rain in Jurassic Park.
0: I had a couple of issues with some of the fights just because I think that um, they're a bit dark and also just the... Roman- me, I thought it was fine. Did you really? Yeah. I, I see, I had like... there were There were sequences... So it wasn't like a full on into the Spider-Verse every frame's beautiful, mm. but shots like fucking Mofra and the Nosula. bioluminescence as it came down yeah. and then the rain dripping through it and then obviously dripping and catching it's the light. Spores. Just incredible. It's dropping spores everywhere. Well it's also as it's raining, the yeah. rain was catching the light. Yeah, making
1: a it. rainbow. It's incredible. But um yeah, it's some really cool shots in it. But a lot like the monster fights are friggin' awesome in it, and they do stuff like they make the monsters look like unbelievable gods. Like, you get friggin' Gidra standing there, wringing the wings out. Mm. Um, That's the thing with the lightning off the wings. I know, yeah, I was going to say that. I was honestly wondering if Godzilla was going to go full Shin Godzilla at one point and start firing beams out of everywhere.
0: (laughs) I was expecting, like, the... I was expecting a bit of Shin Godzilla towards the end. I was expecting, like, the cracked skin and stuff. And we kind of got it.
1: Mate, you got Burning Godzilla. Spoilers, it's in one of the trailers. Is it? Yeah, it's in the trailer. that has got Mama's Gonna Knock You Out on it, which is just... Oh my god. god. Yeah. After all those really nice trailers with the really nice, you know, music and there's yet friggin' mom's, gonna I'm Gonna Knock It. Cool yeah, yeah. Great song. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I also love that the film had a shit ton of friggin', like, the goofy Godzilla lore that the Japanese films have. They just. The twins. They, they snuck it in there. They go, oh yeah, Gidorah, what he did, that's physically impossible. And he said, yeah, for Earth, because maybe he's not from Earth. These references said he came from space, which is Ghidorah's original appearance in Godzilla, um, monster from planet whatever, whatever the fuck, mm. Ghidorah comes to Earth. Well, okay, so some aliens turned up and they picked up Rodan and Godzilla and sent them to space, to this other planet, to fight Ghidorah, but it was a trap, and they trapped Godzilla and Rodan there, so Ghidorah could come to Earth and wipe everything out, and then they come back and they all save the day.
0: I really didn't like Rodan in this one.
1: Rodan's cool, he's just flying around, he's uh, got yeah, big flame wings. Like I like it, yeah. the flames coming off his wings and stuff. Little cinders. Um, should have been an egg, though. Yeah, he, was, he was the
0: least interesting. I liked the fact that
1: um, he's just a lackey for Gidra. Yeah. He's the one who happened to be nearby. I like the fact the that
0: Tampa got a giant crab. Yeah,
1: that was fun. They those monsters. They're like they're not Godzilla monsters, no, not. but they're they're they um, they've made some monsters up. But they there's some influences in there. There's like one of them's a Muto. I'm yeah, sure you see that? But I saw the Muto. Yeah, there's the crab thing coming out of the oil field is like a reference to freaking Ibira, who was oh, a lobster. Yeah. Yeah. Who attacks an oil field yeah. in the original film. So he references.
0: I like the fact that um they tied Monarch into it by having an outpost.
1: Yeah, I love that Monarch's just got the money for giant underground bases and yeah. giant planes yeah. and stuff that there's a flying mobile base. Like, you know, it's just they're they're leaning into the comic booky stuff. I was really hoping their submarine would be one of those freaking flying ones with the drills on it. You
0: know? In, yeah, the ones at uh, Final Wars. Yeah,
1: but loads of the other films have them. But um, Final Wars had the had the cool one. Yeah. One piloted by Don Fry. Slaps her on the back of his hand. <laughs> yeah.
0: He goes to hit that one, goes to punch her in the face, and he's like...
1: Eh. No, she that goes, you him. wouldn't hit a lady, would you? So slaps he slaps her. her. Yeah. Godzilla Final Wars is a treasure. It's a weird film. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this one, is just, it's, it's a lot of fun. I think I think people who complain... Because I've seen people... Saying, "Oh, there's uh, no resonant human story in this film," and you know, it's just like it's fucking Godzilla twatting yeah. monsters. It's called Godzilla King of the Monsters. Like, Get over it. like there's not much chance that America's going to pull off a Godzilla film like the original 1950s one no. or Shin Godzilla or Godzilla Mothra and King Ghidorah, giant monsters all at attack.
0: Can you imagine what would happen if they did? Someone would be on the internet going like, "They made Godzilla a woman. A boycott Godzilla." It's like, fuck you, you stupid but cunt. They're
1: not going to do like the you know, I mean, America can't really get away with pulling off a story like that because those films are intrinsically tied to the horrors no, Japan yeah, has assume. to suffer because they got bombed. By America. Um, yeah. I mean, Americans, the alternative would be they dropped Godzilla on another country. Yeah,
0: <laughs> which, to be honest, they probably would.
1: Yeah. But, um, yeah, I'm enjoying these. There's little references to Kong in there, which yeah. is nice. Skull Just Island, size
0: sure is is Skull Island. So they're talking yeah. about the uh, Skullcrackers and also...
1: Yeah, there's little little references here and there, which is cool. I like that. I want more. Well, you're going to get Kong versus Godzilla next year, aren't we? Yeah. I'm surprised they'll probably chuck a trailer out soon, won't they? Just to remind you that it's happening. I don't know. Do a teaser.
0: I don't know. Charles Dance is in the new one.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: it was really good. It was really fun. Mm. Um, I had a few problems with it. I think that I think that there was too much cracking wise by people experiencing what were living gods. Like Bradley Whitford had a lot of cracking wise. Mm. Thomas Thomas Middle ditch had, he was playing pretty straight through the whole film, wasn't he? Mm. He was like most of the time he was like, you've got to remember, this is these giant monsters, these are gods, and it's like oh, okay, cool. Um, Sally, Sally, what's her name? Sally, um,
1: not Fields. Charlotte Gainsbourg's in it. Charlotte Gainsbourg's in it. Who they killed very quickly <laughs> without you realizing? I didn't realize she was even in it. Yeah, which well, is called Sally. Her character's called Sally.
0: No, are you thinking Sally... Th- it's not Charlotte Gainsbourg. That's the woman from um, from fucking um, Into the Water, whatever it was.
1: Um, Serizawa's so buddy, Charlotte Gainsbourg. No, it's not. It is. No, it's not. From fucking Antichrist. No, it's not.
0: It is Sally Hawkins.
1: It's her, Sh- Sally Hawkins. I told you it was her. You fucking... Fucking idiot. You fucking An idiot. The shape of water
0: she was in. Yeah, she was in. She's also in Paddington One and Two. She plays the mom. Yeah. Fuck you, fucking telling me Paddington actresses are in fucking Antichrist. How dare you? How fucking dare you? Paddington Two is a gem.
1: Anyway, got back talking to animals in them.
0: But yeah, she did get killed off really unceremoniously. Considering in the first one she was very much in love with Godzilla.
1: Yeah,
0: <laughs> lots of really confusing moves on her behalf. If you watch that film as a romance between her and Godzilla, it kind of
1: works. She, you know, Sarah's always one who loved Godzilla. He wanted to kiss him. He just said, let the, them fight. Let them fight. Though. Let the, them fight. Though. I think the film needed Jet Jaguar.
0: No, I think, I think the film had everything it needed to. I think <laughs> the chaos of all the monsters. I would have liked if there was, like, maybe something to say, some of these are returning, but there's still unrest. Mm. You know, just something like that, just to finish it off, because... You sort of, when you finish it off with just Godzilla winning and like people being like, yay, Godzilla, you know, you leave yourself open Mm -hmm. for the kind of political movie like Shin Godzilla, Mm. where someone's like, really need to talk about Godzilla, because he's a fucking liability, mate. He goes out there. He has a few Godzilla rails. He kicks off, kills a bunch Can't of. Can't really do much to him, though. They no, I know, stuff. but like you could still. There still needs to be a conversation where they're maybe like,
1: they need to all fly away on a spaceship with some alien guys and come back one thousand years no. later and have a mega Godzilla city. And, and
0: I'd like it if at the end they just had, <sighs> if at the end they just had Charles Dance turn up or like one of the people on the board of whatever you know, like the Earth Defense Force was just like. I've got a pretty crazy idea, but we need to make sure that we've got this Godzilla thing in check. I've got someone I think can help us with that. And then it's Charles Dance and he's like got the head and stuff. And it's like, uh, and they're just like, I hope your operation goes unimpeded. And he goes, thank you for your, your, your completely unregulated access to the artifact. We will do our best to come up with a solution for you. Mm. In that Charles Dance is just in it for the money at that point. Or he's, 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 he technically won. He did what he wanted. There was mass destruction. Yeah. All the monsters were freed and there's going to be this massive amount of growth. The world's going to be better off. So he has nothing to do... He doesn't need to be an environmental activist anymore. So he could just suddenly do a flip and be like, I'm just going to be a terrorist. I reckon in the
1: next one, Godzilla and Kong are going to have a big old fight. Right, the world's gonna be like, hey, these titans are awesome. Live on pay per view, Godzilla versus Kong. They're gonna televise it. They're gonna treat it like it's some big entertainment spectacle. They're gonna set up big electric fields so they can't get out and they're gonna yeah. have them fighting. And then Charles Dance is gonna turn up with Mecha Ghidorah. And he's gonna throw a fucking Mecha Ghidorah. They just go all out. They've already gone to the precipice of going all out goofiness. Just fucking go for it. Yeah. Go over the edge. Give me Space Godzilla. Give me Destroyer.
0: It was a bit... I, 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 I am still disappointed that Sally Horgan's character just got killed off like that. Um she's a bit, bit better than that, really. But I'm guessing that they couldn't afford to keep her on.
1: She's got film free. 3.
2: Mm.
0: <gasps> Is there one?
1: Well, not Probably not. I don't know. Maybe. So.
0: Did do you make a lot of money? Yeah, it did really fucking well. Yeah, yeah. I think. Hugh Grant's a delight. Huge Grant. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I agree with you. I think it's a fun time. I think that people have been unfair on it and there's been a lot of shit about like oh SJW people yeah, women being the ones who saved the day oh no uh, said that Like moment. no there's a lot of shit like, like,
1: there's nothing to do with Godzilla you're just trying to force in your SJW agenda
0: no no <laughs> but there's so much shit like that on there and, and, and I think I read probably the most stupid article that I've read is um, is it's not a parasitic relationship between Moffa and Godzilla they're in love and that's not okay like, literally, that's the kind they of thing. They joke
1: about them having a thing going on, but they're symbiotic. They, yeah. Yeah, she can heal him and stuff, yeah. and friggin' Like... They're buddies.
0: She relies on him to keep yeah. the world in check. I would have liked as them, as them to have
1: lean into the mysticism of Mothra. Like, yeah. they could have done some little subtle stuff, like have the chamber, the lava, lava's in, have, like, painting, cave paintings on it and well, stuff. Well, had or, some of
0: that, because they were going down, had some carvings and stuff. Yeah, but
1: they could have just leaned into it a bit. They, I mean, they, they reference the twin thing, yeah. but they don't show them on camera at the same time. No. They give you that confusing thousand. sequence where you're like, wait, why is she there? And then it's like, oh, she's a twin.
0: Yeah, that was the thing that we had a conversation about immediately yeah. after. I was like, oh, there were two of them.
1: Yeah, when I saw her there, I was like, oh shit, she's a twin. Like, I instantly oh, good. Right. And then they have that scene where it's like showing the photos. And I'm like, yep, confirmed. Yeah, see, I didn't think, I didn't fuck on that. I like that they referenced Godzilla versus Megalon, but no one seems to have noticed.
0: Oh, because well, of the underground Atlantis. Yeah,
1: Atlantis. Fucking yeah. Atlantis is where Megalon is from. Yeah, and uh, when Jet Aquaman. Jaguar and Godzilla teamed up to fight Megalong and uh, Gigan, Gigan is one I want to see. Actually, they could use the Mech Godzilla, the Ghidorah head to genetically engineer his own monster and make Gigan. G-
0: G- Rodan didn't die. Oh, Ghidorah. Sorry, Ghidorah, yeah.
1: Use the Ghidorah head to genetically engineer his own monster and make Gigan with the ch- with the hook hands or the chainsaws. Chainsaw chest, hook hands. Has the hook hands at first. Godzilla rips him off. He gets chainsaws afterwards. Well, upgraded Gigan yeah, fair enough because mm-hmm. he has the chainsaws in Final Wars doesn't he It's always been the little pointy hook hand things oh, okay. before then kind of like the Muto's have the pointy claws and then we Godzilla go go Godzilla
0: go go Power Rangers uh, but no it's, it, it is good it is good it's not the perfect film but it was never going to be I enjoy it <laughs> I, like, I, I didn't need the beginning scene where
1: they had the family going
2: Andy! Andy!
1: Yeah, but you've got to Andy. have an opening scene to get you into it, otherwise...
2: Andy's dead! Yeah, but if you didn't have life. that, the
1: opening scene would be like her making a sandwich and burning toast.
0: The opening scene could just be some, some newsread. untold casualties. Untold casualties. Godzilla
1: in the first couple of minutes? You kids there, you're impatient. you got to see Godzilla straight away. Andy! Andy, you got missing mate. Here's what I would have. Done. Plot twist. And he was the one behind it all along.
0: Oh, fuck. Yep. Kill him. At the end, she has to shoot him in the face. Mm-hmm. She's like, should have gone a. No,
1: pilot in Ghidorah.
0: No, 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 no. She's like, she's going to shoot him in the face. She's like, like Tetsuo in
1: freaking she's Akira. Gonna,
0: she's going to shoot him in the face. And the last line is, God, I wish I, 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 I wish we weren't living in Georgia when I got pregnant with you. Da, da, and then, and then as he's like, he's like, ah, she goes. Well, I guess you can call this a late-term abortion as well and shoots him in the face and suddenly she's arrested for 99 years and thrown in prison. No, And they're filming The Walking Dead behind her as she's being dragged off. I don't off think of that,
1: Godzilla like. films are ready for abortion. The Walking
0: Dead are like, The Walking Dead cast are like, we don't have morals. We don't care. We're still filming in Georgia because it's cheap. and then yeah. it's, That's the end of it. Andal. How do you feel about the next series of The Walking Dead being potentially filmed in Mexico?
1: <laughs> nah. Anyway. Walking Dead, walking dead eh? What about Walking Dead we Were you just trying Godzilla Godzilla King of the It's at least as good as Independence Day 2 Should come up with a theme tune for Godzilla It's already got a theme tune God 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 Godzilla God God The theme tune to God. Godzilla is Deeper Underground Zilla. by Jumeirahquai God. God What God. Was that other one? Puff Daddy had a Godzilla song as well didn't he? Zilla. What was the Puff Daddy Godzilla song? Dun. Dun-dun-dun. Dun-dun-dun. Dun-dun-dun-dun. That one. Dun-dun-dun-dun. But it wasn't as good as the Jamerikai one.
0: Something's come to bug me. And I can't even.
1: I like that video. I was, I kept thinking to myself,
0: may, maybe leave the cinema. There's helicopters in air. It's falling apart.
1: Yeah, but he's a guy who loves accidents and
0: danger. Yeah, no, in his He's head, always crashing cars. In his head, he's like, I never get to stand on the seats. I'm going to do this. And he's just like, ah,
1: something's camera,"
0: And he's just dancing around on the seats. Fucking Jamiroquai. What the a lot of Guy life doesn't belief.
1: like stand on a flat surface. He doesn't like a stable surface.
0: He's like Charles Dance from, from Dracula no, Untold. He comes in, he goes, the game is afoot. <laughs> and he puts down a hat It's his Jumerico's hat and he goes, I think using this, we can reverse engineer a Jamiroquai cure
1: Charles Dance is going to be in everything now isn't he because he is. Alan Rickman's dead so they need yeah. an English actor
0: can you think of anything Charles it's going Dance... to be him and Jeremy Irons I think, I think Charles Dance is a real Bill Nye I can't think of anything prestigious he's
1: done Charles Dance, last action hero <laughs> 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 I have just killed somebody and I did it in cold blood shut up <laughs> is someone fantastic. going to
0: come and arrest me
1: I have killed a man. Just him standing there staring at his watch, listening out for yeah. sirens. I think a police car just drives straight past. Yeah. Uh, last Action Hero is a great film. It's a fucking fantastic film. If
0: you harm a hair on a- Oh, it takes one hair. Yeah. <laughs> he wraps it around his fingers, breaks <laughs> it, and he goes, you were saying? <laughs> I think I've told that story twice S- now. S- S- Sorry, each part. episode. And, um, and I, I always want to re- remind people that Charles Dance is in The Golden Child. A film that was meant to be starring Bruce Willis. Charles Dance was hired on for a serious action film about a mystical child fighting a demon. Yeah. And Bruce Willis dropped out. So Eddie Murphy got hired. So every time Charles Dance goes, you are testing my patience. And Eddie Murphy's like, oh, noopsie, no. You're my brother. We're adopted. <laughs> Charles Dance is just like,
1: mmm. It opens.
0: Mmm, Eddie Murphy, you're so funny.
1: It would be great if they filmed the whole film with him thinking Bruce Willis was going to be there.
0: <laughs> Just doing drop ins.
1: Yeah, and the Eddie Murphy stuff's all shot later. <laughs> I think I've only watched The Golden Child like once.
0: I've watched it so many it's no times. No
1: Last Boy Scout.
0: It's better than Last Boy Scout. It is because Last Boy Scout is. Trying- no Hudson Hawk. It's. Oh
1: God. Hudson Hawk's a fantastic. Under
0: the Boardwalk. Have you done the video game?
1: Yeah I remember the video game I didn't Don't play, play it. it It's got Rachel E. Grant in it man The film has Like you can't go wrong with Yeah but it's still a, a
0: secret To my success And that's got Talking Mole So instantly yeah. it's got Bruce so Willis and is how to a It's how
1: to get ahead In entertainment It's not Talking Mole It's a second Sorry. head
0: it, No it's a talking zit
1: No it becomes a second I head It never becomes
0: a second head But it starts as a zit
1: Yeah it's is growing As yeah. he's getting more corrupt Yeah Jesus the film, man. Don't test me on my the Richard E. Grant my, films
0: The secret of my success Was Michael J. Fox Pretending to be a businessman Possibly. Mmm, bow, bow.
1: <laughs> that's Ferris Bueller's day off. No, that's
0: also in the secret of my success. Mmm, bow, mm, bow, bow. Mmm, bow, bow. Anyway,
1: Godzilla, go Six it it's out in the cinema. Why not? I mean, it's, it's gonna what else way. are you going to watch? X Men Dark week. Phoenix.
0: Give me out for a week. It's
1: gonna, go, God, next week, X Men Dark Well, three days, X Men Dark Phoenix. I that? just
0: booked a ticket. Oh, dear. Booked a ticket for Wednesday.
1: Do you know what's funny about no one caring about this X Men film? What? There's another X-Men film just still that's been filmed. Yeah, the New, new Mutants. Mutants. Yeah, is that happening?
0: Yeah, straight to. That Netflix. was meant to be out in October.
1: I'm amazed. X-Men wasn't. It's I moved. honestly It's
0: been moved. The New Mutants like, has been moved to 2020. Because you think
1: like Disney own it now. Right, and the alternative to not putting it in the cinemas would be to put it on their Disney Plus streaming yeah, service when that starts. Yeah, they can't do that because
0: it's but, not one of their programs. Well, it's one
1: of theirs. They're, they're, they're going to have the I X-Men know they films on there. But it's not like But if they put it on the Disney Plus streaming service, then they'd be launching the service with X-Men Dark Phoenix and The Mandalorian. So I honestly thought they were just going to chuck them on Netflix. Yeah. And let Netflix deal with it.
0: Netflix should be buying them, really.
1: <laughs> Sabotage it. Yeah. Netflix uh, turned down Holmes and Watson, didn't they?
0: <laughs> have you watched that? Well? No, no. I tried. Should we do a commentary on it? We'll no. do a live commentary, no. we'll make you watch it, and you'll be like, No. We'll capture every laugh. No, no. Um, oh, God, it's going to end up on Netflix anyway, I mentioned it, isn't it? But it'll be free. Make me
1: do that, I'll make you watch Movie 43.
0: I've already watched it. No. Have you not? It's terrible. It's really bad, yeah. but have you not watched
1: it? I've watched like a few minutes and went, No. Oh,
0: uh, you watched the segment where Liv Schreiber and. Liv Schreiber and Lief his. Schreiber. Liv Schreiber. There's one good segment, and it's Liv Schreiber and his wife. And they're talking about how they've raised their son. They've homeschooled him, but they want to give him the full high school experience. So, like, they have the proms and stuff and the dating, but he doesn't have any co-students. Like, he doesn't have any students. So instead, he goes on these awkward dates with his mum, who purposely makes them awkward. And then it, it goes through this whole scenario. It ends with um, it ends with him going, "Yeah, no, I feel like I'm ready for the working world." He's got like loads of these weird ticks, and he goes. The other thing is that although I don't think I'm socially adjusted yet in the way that other students are i feel like my friends from school are going to really help me out aren't you and like because he brings up this pillow and she's got a picture of his mum's face stapled and she goes (laughs) i love you very much like it's just just low budget poor shit oh god that movie's terrible there's a there's a segment in which sean Williams no it's actually no again sorry it's it's our friend um james marsden is dating um, Elizabeth Banks and he has a cartoon cat that keeps humping her leg Johnny Knoxville and Sean William Scott capture a leprechaun played by Jared Butler Hugh Jackman has testicles on his chin and no one talks about it Richard E. Grant wants to make an MP3 player that's shaped like a woman that has a hole that's an exhaust port with a very dangerous fan but people keep trying to fuck the exhaust port because the MP3 player looks like an incredibly hot woman (sighs) and it's located at a vagina Just why that's 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 some of the plots of movie 43 I've seen that film once and it burned itself into my mind and I want to die
1: did you watch um, Serenity no movie from Matthew McConaughey
0: alright that's it's, the end of the episode is it
1: it's as good as tiptoes
0: that's the end of the episode you can find Anne at LV54 Space Monkey on Twitter you can also find him on, on YouTube the most famous Mellow Gaming channel on YouTube he has 800 subscribers now getting close to 1000
1: uh, 804
0: 804 subscribers now getting close to a thousand you can find me on twitter at Crit Apocalypse. you can find me on youtube also at critapocalypse still not published a video go to one day one day um, and you can find all of our all of our podcasts on soundcloud itunes uh, deezer google podcasts everywhere really uh. um, I'm running 100k next week woo and then we'll do a podcast the week after don't know how that's going to be might have broken something by that point point. Um, and you got anything you're looking forward to anything upcoming
1: Def Cool
0: Eventually that That takes us all As always Trump fucks kids uh, Son of the Tories Nigel Farage is a cunt They're gonna sell your NHS You stupid fucks You vote for Brexit
1: Alright bye Bye Love you
0: Love you So dusty that That kiss